Campfire Lady. No, what? The I Campfire what Lady. You sing this song. <laughs> Do-dah. Be that. Be that. Be that. Be that. Canton Lady, sing the song. Oh, the be that day. <laughs> Welcome to the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome with Wendy Bowlesby and Melissa Kirscher. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. I am one of your co-hosts, Wendy, joined directly to my right by my co-host, Melissa. Hi! Yay! Yay, I'm here! I'm here in Austin. Um, Because it is button-a-thon weekend, so Melissa is down here in Austin, and we are actually physically in the same location, and we are joined with two special Love Boat guest stars. Uh, We have over here... To my left, Barb, Lind. Hello, hello. She is one of my derby chums from Minneapolis and also a great big geek. And she is a first-time Buttonamathoner, so we've got a lovely yeah. perspective there. <laughs> and then, of course, we are joined by the ever-pink, ever-popular Megan Murphy. Oh, thank you. You're <laughs> glad to be here. You're welcome. M- Megan re- representing the f- fashionable eyeglasses club. Yeah, and the two right. of us. Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah, the two yeah. of you are yes. looking We're hella, on point. Hella great. We're putting the effort in. Yes. My eyes are going, so I'm getting excited by the possibilities. <laughs> yes. Join us. <laughs> it's like jewelry for your face. Yeah. <laughs> and With, Without yeah. those nasty piercings. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, having to prove you're Polynesian, you know, for the tattoos. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we're in the lovely backyard studios here in Austin, <laughs> Texas. So if you hear crickets, wind chimes, taco trucks. Yeah. It's, it's actually kind of a unique experience. I mean, we, we started doing this at Fantastic Fest this last year with just sort of guerrilla podcasting mm-hmm. and do the various people are in the house and blah, blah, blah. We're on my back patio and it's kind of, and oh, it was fucking cold but now it's like pleasant yeah, yeah. Yes. like it's 70 it, yeah. i eat my coat it's like a it's reward beautiful. for you guys were awesome but nemathoners have some lovely weather thanks nature yes. i have a lap blanket but that, that's only just because i wanted a lap blanket yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, i didn't necessarily need it i just warmth. wanted to touch a blanket on my lap <laughs> i want i wanted a blanket i wanted comfort <laughs> Right. Uh, okay, so we've, we've just been to Butt-Numathon, which is the thing we do every year where we converge in Texas. Well, Barb is new, but the, the rest of us, we all converge in Texas once a year for Harry Knowles' birthday, and we watch movies for 24 hours straight. We walk into the theater without knowing what we're going to see. It could be old, it could be new, it could be borrowed, it could be blue, whatever the, <laughs> the tradition is. And then um, Harry shows us stuff, and then on the next day we leave. <laughs> pretty, and, <laughs> pretty well, yeah. the next day being the Monday. So, you know, we wrap up at noon, we all go take a nap. Some of us take a shorter nap because we podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we all go out and we we scream our lungs, we scream our voices away doing karaoke, uh-huh. get up on Monday and and then people start to depart off into the mists of Brigadoon. Oh wait. <laughs> well. well. <laughs> uh, uh. So uh, let's just do this. Let's jump right in. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So so this year um, we got 
uh, ten, uh, ten-ish films in like three previews. I think is what it. I think panned I, have, out to. I have ten full. Ten full, full movies. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what Which I. Which is a to. lighter number. Yeah, but we had a larger number of like previews where we got a substantial amount of a brand new movie that wasn't quite done yet. And and then just also longer breaks. Yeah, yeah. we had mm-hmm. one especially long break where Harry was padding out because the special guest wasn't quite there yet. Yes. Which was kind of nice because we had like more social time than this year. That was a lovely window. That was the, <laughs> that's the midnight pizza saying hello yeah. again. Again. Oh, the ghost of again. Yeah. Oh god, when I gotta, I gotta so we gotta gotta start making a list each year of like don't do don't, don't eat do this. this do do's and don'ts of the menu why does um, the don't list keep growing yeah. <laughs> green chili is a glorious thing but not yeah. in the yeah. theater where it's you can't escape yeah. from it for twenty four hours I literally hours. write down what I eat with the movie just so I like can spread it out because I'll forget. Mm. I'll forget. Has it been two hours? Has it been 15 minutes? Not sure. Let me check my handy-dandy list. Is it night? Is it day? We have no idea. Well, we do now because we're outside and we can see it's dark. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's, There's something refreshing about coming out and the sun has risen and you're like, oh, I'm awake now then again because I must be the sun is up. You have proved to your body that, yes, the day is anew and you can be awake now. You can be awake. It's It's weird. We're all just drinking sparkling water. We don't need alcohol yet because we all just woke up from two hours of sleep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We are punch drunk. So uh, they started out right away. I feel usually I'm. I don't think we need to cover like every trailer they played, mm-hmm. but I think the opening was special enough for all the new people <laughs> because Tim League came out. It, it, dear listeners, this is at the Alamo Draft House, which is one of the finest movie theaters in the universe. And um, Tim League, the owner of the Draft House, came out and he says, "I, I feel like this lineup this year isn't offensive enough." And so here we go. And so <laughs> because we had three underage, three Kids. under 21s. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For the first time. And I think even under 18s. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he, this is something that we haven't had for a while, probably not since like Emily Hagen's. Yeah. And he's like, we've got some people who are under 18. And all these parents were like, is it offensive? And he's like, no. Hey, wait a minute. No. What's should, wrong with us? <laughs> I should fix that. And so um, there was a, a, a trailer they had put together for um, Clown, K-L-O-W-N, which is something known to the Fantastic Fest audiences because there's two movies now and there's a TV series and it is this seriously offensive... Uh, God, is it Swedish? I think it's Swedish. Some sort of Nordic. Nordic um, comedy that involves a lot of penises. Oh, wait, I get and to say this. All those white people look alike to me. <laughs> Damn, Wendy. Oh, 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 wow. Oh, wow. That, well, come very on, well done. Come, yeah. Well done, well done. All those white but, penises look alike to me. But anyway, <laughs> it's very penis-centric, and um, the, the, the Draft House is distributing Clown and Clown 2, and I think the TV series as well now, on a uh, USB drive that is shaped like a little boy's penis. Yes. And... <laughs> You can buy it out of a vending machine in the but lobby. Weirdly, the way Tim kept saying was like a little boy's penis, and I'm like, "Is there a girl's penis somewhere I'm unaware of?" I mean, well, I mean, I, we I know. Think little. Yeah, but it, but the way Tim was phrasing it, it did throw me a little boy's penis. Mm-hmm. Like, so we started with penises, you know, and then and, oh, and, and then there we were, were yeah, full on frontal male nudity and, and, and even and, like a little jerking off. And, and there's like sixty nine up, up yeah, and, and yeah, there was it was just a whole lot of, of like doggy style and yeah, it set a mood. Yeah, yeah. it really did. It was it was <laughs> a whopping forty five seconds of just 
peen. Oh, <laughs> 45 <laughs> seconds of peen. <laughs> and of course, in America, that's a great thing. But later on, we're going to, you know, take half of people's faces off and be oh, like, yeah. well, that's completely appropriate. Oh, that's fine. Totally that's fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, incest, yeah, whatever. <laughs> So then we launch straight into the movie that I was like 99% sure yeah, that it was going to play. Yeah, all of the regular bean adders were the, like, well, the, yeah, the odds are good on because this. Because Scorsese has given us his past three movies upon release. So we got fourth, meaning we got Silence. Yes. Um, so his new film, Silence. Starring Andrew Garfield's hair. Yes, oh, because oh this God, is a Those Jesuits have the most luscious locks. <laughs> well, luscious. well, it's like combining <laughs> Jesuit with Andrew Garfield. It's like yeah. super hair. Right? And, and Adam yeah. Driver's no slouch either. Oh, no. Like, no. Yeah. His hair was definitely blowing in the yeah. breezes. Yeah. We just saw more of Garfield's hair, but I don't yeah. want to ignore Driver's hair, because that'd be mm-hmm. insulting. Well, yeah. 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 yeah, Driver was really bringing a it. strong yeah. supporting role from Driver's hair. Yes. <laughs> so, so Adam Driver uh, is a strange-looking individual. When he he's, is. He's very odd-looking individual. But man, he's a nice little actor. I don't think I've seen him in anything other than Midnight Star Wars. Special. I haven't seen Midnight Special. Oh, you yet. need to see I know, him in I do, Midnight I know, Special. I he is he, wonderful. He's in got that. a thing, man. Yeah. Like he, he's, he's gets your eyes. You know, like yeah. he's like, I'm yeah. just gonna whatever this guy's doing, he, I'm gonna he, watch he, it. He, yeah, he he's magnetic. Eyes. Yeah. But sadly, is not. Uh, in a whole lot of the movie, <laughs> We're I will just say. <laughs> yeah, he's it's it is a supporting role for both him and his hair. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's really just the Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. show. This which is, is a f- which he does a fan fucking fantastic job. This is a great year for Andrew Garfield because this yeah. is like his third big movie this year because he was also Hacksaw Ridge and. Um, I'm not remembering the third. I one. think he had some other thing that was this year, but anyway. Um, yeah, he he's bringing it. He's acting big in this one. Well, and, and this not is, Eddie remain big. Not Eddie remain big. This is <laughs> whisper shout. Yeah. yeah, this is this is Andrew Garfield. Lord, getting, why can't I hear you in the silence? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't imagine that together now, right? ascending, and this movie would be glorious. <laughs> right? oh so God. anyway, the, the plot of the silence is. Um, <laughs> This is about the past, the apostate priests in Japan in the 16th century. I love it. Melissa says and it like, as we all know. As we all know. <laughs> I, well, it's the boiling it down to the air, bare essentials. Yeah. It's, it's two priests from Portugal. <laughs> I'm sorry, BB was being, BB's putting on a little show right in the door. Oh, there's a, there's a cat just, boink. She loves apostate priests, though. So oh, yeah. She's, she's like, what? My favorite theme? Ooh, Portugal. <gasps> Portugal. <laughs> the Portuguese, yes. Yes. So uh, two uh, Portuguese priests go into Japan to find a third priest who has apparently apostatized and given up the faith. And Christians in Japan are being horribly persecuted at this time because Japan is protecting its culture from outside interests. And fairly. And you know. as, as history will prove, they had a point. They had a point because all these, uh, all these, uh, th- like these four main countries, were trying to get in and trade and spread Christianity throughout the world, and Japan's going, whoa, 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 time, 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 uh, and then of course, you know, torture and death. Um, but these two priests go over into Japan. They find little clusters of these little cargo cults of Christianity I mean, they have in these to be islands. Kept hidden. Yeah, like. they're they're in hiding, and uh, you know, soon soon enough, uh, they 
both get ca- they split their uh, they go their separate ways in Japan. They both get captured, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And the whole movie is this very long story about Andrew Garfield's character, basically from his life forward, um, being in Japan um, under Japanese rule, fighting the government, being a prisoner, um, and and basically the story of the apostate priests in Japan yeah. during this um, time. I mean, it it is his story, but. The, the story is Andrew Garfield and his faith, mm-hmm. his character and and his character's yeah. relationship to God. And, and I would add hubris. Oh, oh yeah, very yeah. much. I, mean, I think that's... Oh, yes. Yeah, I, it's, it's because like, I, was, I was raised Catholic, so a lot of this imagery... And, mm-hmm. like, so I'm like, I think I, I, I already had a spot of like coming from it from a particular viewpoint, mm-hmm. so I could kind of get the rhythms. Everything repeats itself like a rosary. Yeah, like we're going through kind of these motions again and again as these lessons are slowly learned, and how you know. And I really got to that point where I'm like, it's about what's the symbol and pre- presentation of faith opposite actual faith, the actions of yes. trying to help people and uh, like uh, visual martyrdom, or what if no one knows you're martyring yourself every day, right? But you're actually helping people. Mm-hmm. You know, and you see every, you know, and I, I, I found that very, I'm not particularly religious anymore, yeah. but I found that very moving about a personal daily sacrifice. And you realize that other priests had done the same thing. Yeah. When he says our father that one time, mm-hmm. and you realize. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> no, I he, didn't he, say he, yeah. yeah, yeah. You realize he's went through the exact same thing. Like, I know you're going to judge me. I know everyone is, but I can do so much more good if I just play this role. Yeah. Well, and Andrew Garfield's character, it is said out loud by him and to him and he agrees with it like he is seeking a challenge to his faith that he wants to rise to it he wants to suffer he wants some challenge of suffering to rise to to validate and glorify his faith Mm -hmm. and what he wants is something like becoming a martyr or something very public and visible and instead what he is given is to be reviled by his own church yeah and on top of that, yeah. to live yeah, in everyday brilliant. life, he's not being tortured at a certain point. He has no. a family. He has respect. Like that's on top yeah. of it. He's not even. People can't even go back and say he. Because then you get the viewpoint of the Dutch trader. So you're also seeing how he looks to other people. Yeah. And how like the Dutch guys like apparently he lost his faith. Like as far as he can see from the outside world, that's what it appears. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So he doesn't have a brilliant, gorgeous martyrdom. He doesn't no. have a painting. Not that painting of Christ that haunts him. Well, and <laughs> you know? what it really comes down to is again the outward and the inward yeah. mm-hmm. does it matter if you step on an image of Christ when Christ knows your heart yeah, exactly. right. if the truth you know the truth well, of the matter is different and so does it matter if you've martyred yourself if no one knows well a true martyr is Christ knows yeah, yeah. and that's enough for me and he, and, he, and, he okay. and and it comes down to I mean I, I'm, I'm atheist I was raised without religion I was not raised atheist but raised like apatheist like it wasn't even an issue (laughs) (laughs) nothing there was nothing and I I know Wendy you were Pentecostal and you know I got over that (laughs) Megan you got your uh, Catholic Catholic school I don't uh, Barb do you have a you're Lutheran Mm -hmm. are you you still Lutheran or okay okay Barb Barb is a practicing Lutheran well that's that's excellent so I mean we've got kind of a spectrum at the table (laughs) here and um, I'm on the spectrum I know we've got well I know a bunch of the other uh, Minnesotans are also atheists and mm. so a lot of them were like <laughs> throughout the movie <laughs> because it is kind of frustrating for an atheist to watch it's like step on the goddamn icon yeah. you know because there are people 
whose suffering is real and they're right there yeah. and you can save them by basically insulting yourself and insulting your own faith yeah. as you see it it's only a symbol right. in the end this is a graven image and the Japanese are not even matter. saying that yeah. and they yeah. yeah. say just it, do it yeah it's they, not going to mean anything the, just do it the symbolism it, you don't even have to mean it just do it yeah yeah what, the, the symbolism is important and yet it's not and so i mean it it is important because the other people in japan see him doing it and yeah. therefore it crumbles what they're they were originally trying to accomplish in spreading the religion but to japan. Enough, what i love is like but, yeah yeah they yeah. step on it but here's the thing yeah. you step on it they're fine you're fine mm-hmm. so again it's the it's it's the arrogance yeah like it's I arrogance know if they're absolutely going to judge you and they're probably going to move on to something else but they're going to be alive mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> they're going to be alive you have to make that and then i love that the fact it's called silence and i yeah. love the fact that he only hears god he only hears christ when it's silent. There's no. There's no symbols. There's no. I have to do this. I don't. I'm not looking at a painting anymore. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's he's with himself. So mm-hmm. you can even read it non-religious. Mm-hmm. Like I, me personally, what can I do to help these real, very real people that are here? Not yeah. the church, not like the pope, not any of that. Just right now, what can I do to help those people right now? He is closest to God in yeah. the moment when he apostatizes yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, i'm just like damn it Scorsese. like uh there's a lot to like about this film mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and that's what i found it very was impressive. a little long it was very it was long first, but yeah. i mean it's it's, it's scorsese it is like expanded there, there was a really, moment I where i i was sort of like harry's totally fucking with us and this is just like one 24-hour movie right? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, we're watching like, this man's life in real time yeah yeah like this is just this is just what we're gonna watch for the next 24 hours yeah but i mean think about it andrew garfield's hair would have kept growing oh <laughs> yeah, yeah it would have been epic but no he eventually does die <laughs> listeners for serious like it is bollywood levels of hair it oh. is pretty amazing though i almost and obviously everything is controlled right mm-hmm. i noticed once he is no longer like padre capital yeah. P, you know his hair actually kind of kind of comes down he's got it like back it's mm-hmm. not and you can still make oh, it wait, so it's almost like he doesn't see himself closer and closer yeah. to the martyrdom he is seeking his hair is getting he is looking more and more like christ oh he's seeing yeah. the painting the, oh, yeah. in his hair yeah yeah and the hair and yeah. then once he apostatizes his hair is pulled back he's his shaved. beard is shaved yeah. And it's like, oh, th- yeah, that was deliberate. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's he Imagery. very much is the classic Western look of what Jesus looked like, which I'm quite sure that is why Scorsese cast him. Yeah. And and he's a good actor. Yeah. Oh, I guess you know. you'd need that, too. You know. <laughs> you know. The hair I would, helps, just, I would <laughs> just like men to start being cast just because you have nice hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I saw some, there's I'm, some other I'm, good hair female, coming up. Oh, the there is. The female gaze yeah. is demanding your good hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. very picky. The it female gaze the to the demands bottom. Gene Kelly's butt, which we did get this year. We should probably <laughs> so, move on. Probably, although, uh, Barb, did you have anything additional to add since we've no. been kind of talking? Okay. Yeah, do, right, just, cool. just make sure you're just like right in when you have something. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're, we're a chatty we bunch. We discussed a bunch of the stuff that you talked about, so I don't feel the need to rehash it. All right, cool. Well, then we move on to Deluge. The next movie was this sweet this baby na- Jane. Oh god, yes. Nineteen thirty three um archaeo lost picture. Film. Lost film yes. that has now been restored by Kino. Um and um Kino not Keanu. So my brain always Kino, Kino Lorber. He, he can do a lot though. I mean yeah. he can do a lot but maybe not restore films. Yeah. yeah. That we know of. By the way that, that tinkling noise was just a can of water being dumped out and not somebody peeing in the backyard. We're outside, who cares? Mm-hmm. We're nature oh, now. Oh natural. <laughs> <laughs> We've reverted. So anyway, Deluge, um, while I was watching it, 
I was like 90% sure we were being punked and this was actually like a 2016 <laughs> fake movie that was filmed well, like a because, silent I film. Mean, the, the... Because it is so bonkers and it is written like it's a parody of itself. And because yes. the the reconstruction of it, mm -hmm. the digital reconstruction is so clear that you're like, mm. um, well, yeah. and it's... it's... It, it, it has no, no actors that you recognize. Nope. Nope. Um, it has, like even I don't recognize because I'm pretty up on my silent films and that in the 1930s era it's like oh I don't know anybody and nope it's uh, being that makes you suspicious and the, and the, and the music is like constant and it, mm. it, it's used really weird yeah the reconstruction just kind of threw me off I'm like eh? <laughs> I get, but no it's apparently the real test. thing it's apparently the real deal, which makes it even stranger. Yeah. Oh, because God, because this is pre-Haze Code, so there's weird shit going on <laughs> for 1930s movies. So, like, uh, there's a woman without a bra and, you know, in her underwear repeatedly, and there's, I'm, like, these rape themes. Oh, and, God. Yeah, it's annual. Just, so it's, it's, a, it's an apocalypse movie where... Oh, it's 2012 levels of apocalypse. Oh, yeah, it's bonkers. No good reason... Just suddenly the barometric pressure yeah. drops. There's a random eclipse, and because, the and things just start going to hell. Yeah. Like I love the fact that they they slowly are like, oh well, this is happening out on the <laughs> east coast. That's fine. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, we've lost communication with New Orleans. Meh, not a big deal. No we'll, we'll just keep going. Yeah. Like <laughs> nobody can, nobody's heard from the rest of the planet. But well, we're okay. we, we don't need to panic here yet. No, we're, we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> we're fine. We're all fine here. How are you? Please, do, yeah, please keep, just... keep yourself together. It'll be fine. Yeah. Put your kids in a rock quarry. Right. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The, the, the rock fine. quarry is safer than our house. Right. <laughs> oh no. We, oh, no. Uh, some, some, some. How did that work for you, buddy? <laughs> just take the kids down to the quarry. You know our plan. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, and I love either the reality of what the 30s were like or what they were like in the movies that this man is relaxing at home in his full suit and tie with the jacket buttoned. Oh, yeah. Pacing yeah. in front of the radio. Listening yeah. to the world. Like, like I'm just like, really? This is how we just yeah. relax at home. Yeah. Well, and I, I love that even though this is probably the first apocalypse movie, disaster movie, it is exactly the dis disaster movie recipe of the big showy disaster scenes of yes. shit crumbling is the first 20 minutes of the movie and the rest is just humanity eating itself. <laughs> yeah, we deserved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we deserved yeah, it. Clearly we're animals and we should be scrubbed from the faces. <laughs> yeah. God doesn't like us no more. Mm, nope. My favorite, so the, the destruction of New York City is a great epic set piece, for the, especially for the time period, but my favorite thing that happens is there's this one dude, and they're looking out of a glass wall over the destruction of New York City, and he sort of looks out <laughs> And then just closes the curtains yeah. and turns yeah. away. <laughs> nope. It's so real. So yep. real. And there's another one, like the little scientists, are do they go to them looking out. And he's looking out the window, and then behind him in the room, which is closer to mm -hmm. the closer to the camera, uh, like the room is crumbling and a beam drops. And he just looks over his shoulder at the beam dropping, and then just looks back out the window. <laughs> like, <laughs> my plans include staying here until I die. Yeah. Yeah. Which will be in about 45 seconds. Yes. But it's a lovely view, so you don't have to lose that. Yeah, like, dude, I worked hard to get this. Yeah, yeah, everyone was, like, lining up early. Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it, and it's so bonkers. And the, the, the story after the disaster is this... Okay, so the guy is separated from his wife and children, and thinks they don't, they're dead. Thinks they're right. dead because they went and hung yeah. up in the rock quarry. And then there's this young woman who also kind of gets stranded on her own with 
with like two men on an island, and of course the guys are like fighting over her who gets possessed. She's, she's like, fuck that like, noise. She's, she's mine. My, she's my property. Yeah, and and she like hits the. She's a champion swimmer. This important. She is a champion swimmer. She was going for the world record. Yep, she was going to go swim across the Atlantic, and they were like, oh, no, sorry, you can't. World's ending. World's ending. Got to cancel. Darn. And I had just rubbed all this chocolate on your leg. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) It's so random and weird looking. It it looked like chocolate. Yeah, like she's been covered in Hershey's. So she gets away from, so the rapist kills the weak dude, and she gets away from Mr. Rapist by by swimming swimming for 17 hours. (laughs) So reported. And she gets into the water. Now she takes off her clothes. That's fine. And in the process of deciding to swim for however long it takes in that direction, I should take off my bra too. What? 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 I got no problem with well, their I mean, choice, but I mean, it's a maybe, weird maybe, thing for Well, a maybe it was like like scooped in a way, like if you're trying to swim and like your uh, your uh, suit isn't properly fitted, like all the water all right, tries to okay. go down your suit and it I'll puts a lot okay, of drag okay, on all you. Right, all right, we'll yeah. go with that. We'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> you got that movie. Also, you know, um, swimming suits were shit in that time. We'll just yeah. leave it there. Yeah. Okay, so so I I could buy that, but still, you know, it's weird to see it in a 1930s film because we're not used to seeing pre-Hayes stuff. Yeah. she Like, you don't like, see anything, I, but it is yeah. clear that she is topless. Yeah. yeah. And the dudes are like, woohoo! And so she gets, she swims, passes out, gets I'll found by Mr. <laughs> oh, I'm a widower now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he is, he's gone, he's going out and scavenging all these supplies, but it's only really gone like because he doesn't really need to know what else is out there yet. So like there's an entire settlement, apparently walking distance. (laughs) Yeah, three (laughs) miles. Yeah, miles. Three miles away is another this huge like like Wild West boomtown barter system. Those shovels were not going to collect themselves. Nope. He had to put them in like the cave tunnel. He had this (laughs) cave tunnel behind his little shack, which is important because they have a fight there. You're a good companion in a cave in a tunnel fight. Yeah. The rapist takes a boat across, finds a terrible gang. They are like, we want the woman. And that Apparently happens. They've been raping and, previously. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and it's just... I mean, it's it's, it's bonkers. It's yeah. like it doesn't matter about the plot. It's just it is so cheeseball. And within, yeah. like, a day of them being together, it's the... But oh, I love we, you forever. <laughs> I love you forever. We could, do, we could live yeah. together forever. Yeah, forever. Don't leave me. <laughs> I'm and she's just like, okay. I guess I love you because she, you know, she's like, well, of all the of all the rape proposals I've been given, that's the best. So I'll go with that one. Sure, thanks. So now we're in love, and we're just gonna say that we're man and wife now, and then we're gonna fight in this tunnel, and then I'm gonna find out my wife is alive, and I'm gonna rightly be like, um, awkward. Like we had a really good relationship, but I thought she was dead, but my wife and my children are alive, and she does not take that well. Okay, so then this all happens in the space of like. A day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so then the wife is actually, like, this scene is actually kind of cool for the oh, 30s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. The, the, the young woman is like, obviously you're going to choose them, but I am angry and upset about it, and I don't think it's fair, and I do love you, and everything about this sucks, and I kind of am just angry and blaming you, which is all fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the wife comes to talk to her. And the the wife is like being like legitimately like. How do we work this out? How do we? How do if we? If we didn't love each other, I would leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was like straight. I'd give you them know. Up. And there's the yeah. kids. Like I understand this is hard for you. She's being kind of great. Like part of you is thinking like. So work we, something out here. We, we might could mm-hmm. we might could yeah. work some out. Yeah. But unfortunately, 
This is where Batman versus Superman happens. <laughs> the jilted woman is so busy being Batman, refusing to listen to Superman explaining that they don't need to fight, yeah. that she just full on fights. And then Martin, did you say Martin? <laughs> I compared oh. it to Batman versus Superman around Romeo, and he got super offended because he likes that movie. <laughs> and so at the Romeo's end, got really weird taste. And so at the end, our, our jilted, poor jilted young woman. Takes a look around at this settlement, looks at the life that's going to happen for her, and goes, "Fuck you." Nope. She just swims away. <laughs> she just yep. takes a close yep. off, goes until I just just swims again. At the end, boop. That's it. That's just it. swimming away into the sunset. That's and all. so that is afterwards. All the ladies were standing around like that film was a little tough. It's a little misogynistic, but hey, like the end. Like the ending. Like ladies, I feel like we all have something. Like we have a new metaphor. Like oh, fuck the patriarchy. Let's yeah, swim. Swim, swim. Yes. Yeah. We're just like a situation. I'm out. Swim. Just, <laughs> yeah. just keep swimming. Just and the ocean's better than this. I, stro- I straight wrote down fuck men at some point. Fuck men, yes. So I was like, you know what? Because even the settlement, they were like, we, we, we passed a law. And, and then they haven't even like, organized any sort of government, but they have already passed a law that everyone has to be married. Yeah. So the wife, while well, she's still waiting for her husband, is being helped by. Is he related? The guy. No, related? no, he's just I some. Know, but, like they called him uncle. Or but I couldn't something. tell if that was. But he's all no, like. No, because yeah. uh, they called him that because he had found them and helped them, and okay. so they've adopted him as sort of family. But oh, he's being friend zoned hard. Oh yeah. yeah. And I helping. use that in the like I don't agree with the fucking friend zone, but that's oh. what this movie is putting forth. Oh, mm-hmm. you're just like that. She that, that she's being a little unreasonable for not like you know what gotta get married and start having having kids with this guy because that's what you're gonna and, do in this place and he's put in enough nice tokens yeah. that you should totally want to fuck him she should she should swim away too get her daughter swim yeah, away everybody yeah. everybody yeah. all Ladies, the women is like I, fuck I, y'all I mean, start the wonder woman island let's right now let's have a Estrada. Yeah. let's have a Lissa Estrada yeah. apocalypse yeah. yeah where the women go y'all done fucked up good it's our turn shut up and sit down <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm rewriting that right now deluge <laughs> 2 we could match that level of special effects oh, in my oh, kitchen very really yeah. easily. We could totally do that. I Those could are shake a table great. full of buildings. Yeah. Uh, guys, I have a film project for us I'd like to pitch. <laughs> it's very All right, we, Let's move it along. Yes. Yeah, we yeah, we and we, yeah, we got some heavy yeah. stuff right away because the third thing we were shown was fences. Yeah. Like August oh, Wilson's man. fences. Which is oh my God. Brilliant. But by oh. the end of it, everybody was standing around outside. And that was when it's like everybody was like, we need Fury Road right now. Christina Winters is just like, I need a hug after all that misogyny. Oh, yes. That's right. Everyone oh. has a like, literal oh. group hug. <laughs> we did. We got a little group hug of just like, all right, fuck okay. the patriarchy, man. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, but I gave mean, Viola Davis a hug, too. I go, oh, God, man. she oh. just rips your heart. Oh. Like, there's no one can cry on oh. screen and make you just like, feel that you're like, I'm seeing too much. Yeah. Like, this is too intimate. Yeah, yeah like, you know this yes. is a private cry, and I shouldn't be watching like, this. Like she, her crying is—you're right—is mm. very raw. Yeah. There's something yeah. about oh. that you you want to look away from the yeah. pain. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh she's so good. It's, I mean, nomination, please, yeah. for Ms. Viola Davis. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, Denzel is terrific, right. and that mm-hmm. supporting cast is mm-hmm. all oh, yeah. bringing it. And um, I forget yeah, who said it. Scott Derrickson might have been like, I forget, but, like, uh, I, 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 there was a point at the beginning where it felt like I was watching a staged, you know, just a filmed play, but then, I no, it might have been Capone, like, yeah, but Capone. then I just got over it yeah. because... It's just fucking good. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and of course, my point back is, 
we don't have to like there's nothing wrong with that you don't have mm-hmm. to add no, extra stuff we can just yeah. have a talking film uh-huh. a yeah. film where people talk in one space mm-hmm. and when it's August Wilson's words yeah, like, just that God. rhythm where you're just kind of like I, I'm, I'm with these people and this is how they this is how they do every day and this is how they interact with each other and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just I'm just listening like you're hearing it over like a fence or from the yeah. next next house yeah. over you're like this is every day yeah you know yeah. Well, and, and I loved so, the intro that they had with it, where it was, you know, all of his work, it's, you know, like, every decade, and if everything comes together, it's, you know, it, what life is like for, you know, like, a family of color in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it, you know, it, it is. every single decade. It and is I, a decalogue for mm-hmm. a, for Pittsburgh black families. Yeah. Um, and, because... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I managed to hear that from an outside perspective. Yeah. In the introduction, Harry talked about in reading about August Wilson, each of his plays, like it, he, what he was working towards was a play for each decade of yeah. the 20th century that would represent the black experience for that decade. And Fences represents the 50s. 50s, yeah. 50s yes. 50s. Yeah. And uh, the the plot is is just covering a uh, black family for about 10 years yeah. in uh, and it's uh, Denzel Washington is the father Viola Davis is the mother uh, there is a um, it, it's the uncle that the uncle who is, has a plate in his head he has had a horrific brain injury and is not uh, cognitively quote normal um, He's got cognitive impairment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's uh, one son who's playing in a jazz club and another oh, son Much who's older, who's in his teen. 30s. And yeah. Seen, yeah from, a, from a previous marriage. Yeah. And, and she died. She yeah. died. Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then now the, the teenage son with Viola. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's just a, a, a drama that's very tightly wound into the, the house that they live in in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And it follows them for several years and it's the um the the father is very controlling and the 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 mother is trying to be the good wife and uh kind of eating all the sins of yeah. the family yeah. and, oh, uh, and he talks and he talks uh, and he's a oh, storyteller and a bragger yeah. and he runs roughshod over people conversationally and it's just like on the one hand he's that extra outgoing guy yeah. that everybody likes to have around you can but tell on the why other hand, she fell in love with him yeah but also yeah. why living with that is killing so hard you know because mm-hmm. yeah be, um, because he refuses to see that the world is getting better for black people. Like, it's still not perfect, but, it, like, he, things, there have been let go of the past. He, he feels like he's been personally slighted in ways, and he's, that colors everything he sees. And that he was yeah. owed something. Yeah, yeah, he feels like he was owed something. For yeah. as much as he sits there, and again and again, mm-hmm. nobody's going to give you nothing, and you have to work for it. It's not fair that I have never had yeah. what I wanted. But he, he spends his wills doing that so long that he almost never actually accomplishes anything like yeah. it, it take it it fences refers to this fence that he's trying to build around the house that takes forever to build because he's spending so much time and energy um just talking just f- and talking drinking. and fighting with and, his kid you know, and and uh, at that bar g- going off stuff. and bonking another woman and yeah. you know <laughs> oh like yeah. But I kind of don't want to spoil it if <laughs> yeah. you've never seen it because it is rich the way it, it plays. Oh yeah, out. it is so well written. But I mean, you know, going in that this is going to be a family character drama, so there is yeah. going to be interpersonal conflicts between these characters. Mm-hmm. And when when 
Viola, Viola Davis and Denzel's characters get to conflict, it is just it's it's mesmerizing and it's like this is the this is some of the best acting that you will see yeah. on screen this year. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. It incredible. Like and Denzel directed it. Yeah. Um, I I would love to see a return of going back to more American playwrights and mining that. For well, the, film. Um, part of the intro was that Denzel Washington's kind of taken on August Wilson's work to find other ways because this is the f- yeah. first theatrical release the first, of an August Wilson work. This is yeah. the first time anybody's taken an August yeah. Wilson. So it looks like he's kind of like yeah. this is what I'm, I'm part of what I'm going to do now is get this because you know. You, you can't replace theater, but if you want to reach a certain amount of people, or if you want to like get it in a in a bottle, yeah. share it. Yeah. The movie's it. The, the, yeah. the movie's it. Like I think you can you can reach more people, and that's why mm-hmm. it makes theater special. But also, a movie reaches more people, and this is important. It's important for American history and American culture. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's just it's so we good. are telling and, the and same and stories over and over again. So tell it on stage and tell it yeah. in film. Mm-hmm. And there's no inherent like one is better than the other, but just keep telling yeah. these stories. We need to hear them, yeah. <clears throat> and it's um, in 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 this adaptation in particular. It is based on a Broadway revival of Fences that, that had almost exactly yeah. the same cast. Yeah, the only uh, the son was the only thing that was it was different. different. Yeah, because of his age. Oh, I yeah. loved his best friend. And I loved oh. that character and that character's arc. Oh yeah, like that is that is that's the zing at the end. That's that lemon twist at the end of just. Oh, that commentary. Yeah. Like, I he he provides the outside perspective on that family. Mm-hmm. I yeah. see you. I see you. I've seen you since we were in prison together. Yeah. So when I say something to you, you need listen. to listen. Yeah, listen. Because yeah. I, yeah. I see you. <laughs> yeah, because clearly you're not listening to your wife yeah. on this. Oh, oh yeah. Such yeah. a good movie. Yeah. I'm, I guess still got oh, it earlier, too. There was one trailer we skipped over before yeah. Daylers that I wanted to bring up. The Big Bus. Oh, The Big Bus. I need oh, to. Oh, I yes. wrote that one down. <laughs> right? I wrote that one down. It's a wacky comedy about a disaster film about a giant nuclear powered bus <laughs> that goes from New York to Denver. Yes. Why Denver? Why, Why not? not? <laughs> <laughs> like that's in the trailer, Melissa. So help me God, you're probably gonna find it before I do. But if I find it, oh, I'm yeah. buying that for you. <laughs> oh yeah, because Melissa's I like, I need somehow. to own it. I'm like, Melissa needs to own it. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to get like ten copies if it exists. <laughs> they, they will all just. Well, but that's also perfect too because you can like seed them out into the world. Yeah, like, yeah because yes. it's like I, I'm calling up Kelvin. Kelvin, you need this <laughs> in, in your life. Cities and, in case something happens. And, and dear <laughs> Beefest crew, here have this. I bring it to you like Prometheus, bringing the flame. <laughs> I'll go hide it in Eastman House. Yes. Like, they probably don't have it. I'm just like, going to sneak it into there. <laughs> Guys, you got to protect uh, this, too. <laughs> uh, everybody needs this in their life if, if it's as bonkers as the trailer. Oh, but anyway, after Fences, we needed some sort of pick-me-up. Yeah. Was yeah. this the first documentary that is shown at Bunnamathon? Yeah, I think so. We got a documentary. We yeah. got a documentary, but it was, it's called Long Live the King. It's about King, King Kong. Kong. But it's not about the making of the 1933 King Kong or or any other Kong movie it's about the love of these movies and how they have inspired other filmmakers to go forth and make their own material I loved that yeah like like getting to see all of like the people that were so affected in 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 them telling the stories of them growing up and watching it on um the TV millionaire 
the, mil- the million movie. million dollar movie. Yeah. Million dollar Basically, movie. your mm-hmm. you know your UHF, UHF. your yeah. local yeah. cable channel, yeah. late night and being able feature. to watch it at like seven o'clock and nine o'clock, and it was two times and three times on the <laughs> weekends, and and people were like, I we would I would just watch it, and within two weeks, you know, I'd watched it almost forty times. Yeah, and. Like I loved, I loved hearing that those that stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a documentary about passion, and it's not a particularly like uh, skillful or. It's or not a polished. It's not. Right. A, it's not a polished documentary. It's not anything special in terms of telling stories via a documentary. But it is a whole bunch of footage of people like William Stout and all the uh, Greg Nicotero Dave and uh, yeah. yeah Doug Jones oh, and uh, I all just all Oh, his impersonation—he's a, a physical actor, yes. so he can do every beat and of her. She goes yeah. this way and that way, and the head goes back in the nose. And he and she loves just, it. She writhes so yeah. beautifully. It was just adorable. Yeah. Oh, ju- just watching the Doug Jones footage, it's like, oh, move oh, for me well, more. Here, 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 oh. And the writer for The Simpsons was so funny. Oh my God, yeah. he's hilarious. So like he, he's telling these stories, but he can't help but be witty while doing yeah. it. Yeah. And putting in a putting in a comedy beat afterwards. Oh yeah. Like. And it's just, you know, and, and they explore different parts, like, oh, my God, the special effects, but also just the story. And, like, and you really resonate with, like, it, this is, was an original story, and who wrote it? And then Faye Ray and how great she was. And and so there's all these different, um, uh, you know, facets that they go into of, of the things that they love. And and also they once they hit uh, the 1933 King Kong real hard they go into like Son of Kong yeah. and yeah. King Kong versus Godzilla and the 1976 they go King the whole Kong thing and, and even yeah. get to yeah. King Kong yeah King Kong yeah. and Godzilla and yeah Konga like they do all of the, they do all of the giant ape movies and yeah. at least make a comment about all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's great is we have a theater full of geeks watching geeks geek out about something geeky. Yes. <laughs> so we're like, because we're like, we're loving watching people loving something. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's it like an so ultimate geek experience. When you love something and you want to talk about it and you want to know everything about it and we want to share it with people. Mm-hmm. That's like the <laughs> ultimate geek, like, I love this thing. Here, do you know this thing? Yes. <laughs> I know this thing. Do you know it now? with you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love this. Please, I think you would love yeah, it too. I, Let I, me give it to you. I think that's intrinsic in yeah. the geek culture and the geek experience. Yeah. And I mean geek in like sports geek, history geek. Yeah. Yeah. General, just yeah. like this thing I like. It's awesome. <laughs> like this is so cool. I hope you like it. You, you don't have to. Yeah. Don't tell me that I'm wrong to like no. it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I but think, I love this thing. Yeah, I, I love this. Just, I love this. I thing. love the one. Like with the Peter Jackson King Kong, and he takes his wife, and like when they, when they're out on the <laughs> pond frozen, and she's just like, is he gonna die? Aww. And he's like. Have you never have, seen? Have King you never Kong? seen King Kong? No. Oh Whoa. shit! I am. It's gonna, gonna be a rough next twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be a rough twenty minutes for now. Oops. And that's an experience. Like I think a lot of us have had when we're sharing something with someone. Mm-hmm. Like oh wait, they don't have that they, background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, then, or you share something, and then through those new eyes, you watch it with new eyes like, oh. again, and like oh, this is a little rapey. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or like, oh my god, I forgot how oh racist. Yeah. Oh, oh god, I blazed yeah. right over. Now that said. A, common refrain from all the ladies and I mean all the ladies because I I was sort of commenting and every woman I talked to throughout the rest of Butnamathon and even mm-hmm. a lot of the men yeah. were like you couldn't help but notice that the people who spoke during that movie were all oh, men yeah. Yeah. except yeah. for three females yeah. one female who just spoke about the fact that she happened to be through a through a performance she did, she became friends with Faye Ray and was talking about how lovely she was. Mm-hmm. Fine. And she was fine. And then the other two were these 
actresses. One was like a scream queen, and I don't even want to get into their physical appearance, but the fact of the matter was that all they had to share was, I just love it. It's so cute. I cry every time. He's just great. Whereas all of the men are speaking about, I remember the first time I saw it and it was transformative and those amazing special mm -hmm. effects yeah. and I love the characterization of denim and they're going into film criticism and film yeah. history and all I can think is seriously documentary filmmaker you, you don't know one female who can speak intelligently about King Kong mm -hmm. not one I find that doubtful right. but there's two problems here there's two ways this is awful number one you really don't in which case fuck off there are plenty of women who like King Kong and mm -hmm. talk about it confidently and you apparently have not but, bothered but, to meet them the but, the but right they now. don't have names in the industry which is the chicken and the egg problem mm -hmm. of there are not enough women working in the but industry maybe they could get a name in the industry if, if they were represented and stuff like this yeah you know and the, or the second one is or you do know women who can speak intelligently, but when you put this project together, you just didn't even occur to you yeah. that Kinda perhaps you should get a woman to talk. Mm -hmm. Who knows what is in the rest of those interviews? Right. Yeah. That could also be like he picked and choose. You know, like someone else could have gotten real technical, mm -hmm. but he just, you know, like I'd rather them get the emo, you know, chicks and their emotions. I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I, it, 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 it's something that if you're not, I'm sure, you know, if you're not aware of it if you don't live it every day you probably don't notice but like yeah ladies and I was like and it's, it's exhausting also, there are, there are like also. I found myself exhausted I'm starting to get exhausted when all oh, yeah. I see are men and I'm like I don't exist in this film oh, yeah. I don't exist in this world I don't exist as somebody who could have an opinion about King Kong apparently or how about uh, everybody's white oh, and, yeah. yeah because um, I really bet that movie plays very differently mm. to a non-white audience because yeah. you know King Kong is all about the uh, fear of the quote savage oh, taking and, the white woman yeah taking yeah. the white woman yeah um, yeah like yeah. like really you couldn't get a you couldn't get a person of color to talk to that well, right. that just make it richer should. it would make it richer let's mm -hmm. explore every like I still movie. love this movie and this is what it meant to me as a kid mm -hmm. growing up as a yeah. person of color. Like, there's probably yeah. some really interesting perspectives there, but we haven't heard them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I forget I forget what movie it was. Which one? I feel like, not Skull Island. Oh, it's Cure for Wellness. When we get to Cure for Wellness, remind me to tell you about Mike Salters. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh that'll be interesting. Yes. Not in a bad way. Yeah, but no, that'll be interesting. I'm, okay, I'm so uh, right so. after this, oh, and the soundtrack in this film, this documentary Annoying. was uh, over. All just constant. Yeah. It was constant repetitive and too loud yes and like somebody's like background music 101 cd like you just put it on in the background and just let it play through all the tracks yeah, yeah. it was just like Rrr. um next up we got clips we got clips from skull island <laughs> <laughs> yeah so skull island so is sorry. not quite finished it's oh. still being color corrected and and just you know final touches are being put on it in which case it's like no just give it to me i don't care i don't care give it to me give it to me because i am so like excited it was so visually exciting oh, yeah we got God. we got like two scenes from skull island the uh uh they, they, it was brought to us and um it's like more of what I see in the trailer. It's yeah. everything I see in the trailers are it's hell in the Pacific plus giant monsters yeah. with John Goodman being crusty old John Goodman. Yeah. 
I want it. I want it so badly because it's War Movie and King Kong. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Like the clip, the one clip we saw was very much visually in the style of Apocalypse Now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Of, of those oh, Vietnam, yeah. of yeah. those Vietnam oh, movies. Oh, with music. The, with oh. just like the like when you're seeing all of the helicopters. Yeah, like, and and it's all visual orgasm stuff because oh, yeah. it, it was really, really flashy. Where the it's, well, it's it all the slow mo of the, reel. Oh yeah, and I am sizzling. Oh. It, but it is totally the apocalypse now, right of the Valkyries stuff, mm-hmm. where it's kind of this amazing glorification of war yes. and the machinery thereof, and and then. And then uh, a tree gets launched through the windshield of the helicopter, <laughs> and shit goes down. And I'm so happy about like, it. Um, talk because the, the filmmaker was talking to Cargill afterwards. I got a selfie with him. He's very mm. nice. He's an epic beard. Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. I saw um, I was at yeah. South Theater. Saw from there. I'm like, that's that's a beard. That's a beard. Yeah. Um, talking about how like because I commented on the tree and like a couple of other visuals, like the dragonfly visual was just really yeah. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> And he's like, yeah, basically what was happening is I wanted to see what hadn't I had never seen before. So somebody's like, I picture a tree. And he's like, I haven't seen that with a tree. Let's do that. Well, I picture sort of a, this happening. And, and I'm trying to be very vague because we were told, you know, no, nothing too specific. Yeah. But, but like, the tree is in one of the trailers. Yeah. Which is why I feel safe. And yeah, the building up being different. I just love that he said we've had the Beauty and the Beast story with Kong. A lot. We do not need that again. Yeah. We yeah. don't. So I, I just, I'm, I'm already more excited. So I'm like, oh, another. What else can we do with this yeah. giant it's a different god facet. ape? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. If, totally if we accept that, that Kong is a character and yeah. not just an apocalypse on feet, mm-hmm. then what other motivations mm. could Kong have for what he, the rampage that he is dishing out? Mm-hmm. Let's explore it. I'm really yeah. hopeful. I'm hoping it's not just an apocalypse on feet, which honestly could still be, and it, I, could, it would still probably be I, wildly enjoyable. I would still be happy. Yeah. yeah. Like, but the possibility of something mm. like that is also quite exciting. Yes. But even if it's just apocalypse on feet without Beauty and the Beast, it's still different. Oh, yeah. and I'm still excited. I'm, I'm still yeah. in the theater. It's yeah. the oh, yeah. minimum. I'm already there. Yeah, and with the with the seeing two full scenes, it's like okay, I know what you guys are going for, and you seem to be able to string the beads together properly. I am on board. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. cast. Yeah, it's like you, cast, you see oh. the it had, Hiddle, it had Hiddleston and yeah. John Goodman yeah. and that, Sam Jackson yes. and yeah, I think, yes, so. I think so. And just I was just like, what, what? And then like a just quick flash, and I know that they edited in just a little bit of Hiddleston, so we could all go, oh what? Oh wait, what? Oh uh-huh. what? Ooh. I'm sorry, my. The, the, that particular set of ears just perked up. Plus, in the clip, they didn't even have John C. Riley, who, when I when he was in the yeah. trailer, I'm like, wait, this is a Kong movie with well, like crazy John C. Riley? Yes, yes, so yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's like every. Oh, was John C. Riley shown? Um, not him, but his character. I didn't see that. The very the first part where the plane oh, is, is that landing, young, young his character. That's oh, gotta be. Them. That's oh, interesting that would make setup. That's how uh, like that's interesting uh, setup. Yeah, we're trying to be cagey about this one, but yes. I know. I'm like, I don't, very good, very I'm good. Distracted the by the Hiddleston. What are you gonna do? You see the thing with the. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's and that was. that first scene is a very nice setup. For mm. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's beautiful. I, I like when oh. when the big strong visual you knew was coming came. I I oh. jumped. I blood. Yeah. I startled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So I'm I'm very excited. <laughs> 
for the movie that goes around these scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? It was because delicious. I, I, you know, being being a geek who has been hurt before, I keep seeing these trailers and yeah, say, oh, this looks better than sex for me. I mean, oh, oh but dare I hope, this. dare I hope, and I keep seeing more. It's like, oh, God, mm, this is, that's it's still looking it. good. It's still looking good. That's the how I feel about the Wonder Woman oh. trailer. Like, I, I get a Wonder Woman movie, and it looks... Solid and there's it's set in the forties and I'm. It's not I, set in the forties. It's set during World War One. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. I apologize. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a period piece. Yeah. Like I'm uh-huh. excited, but I've seen Batman versus Superman, <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. This could still go horribly oh, wrong. This is like the odds on this going horribly wrong are like way up there. That's like having a baby after forty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel. I feel like. Skull Island has a lot less of that baggage because it's coming from just literally the, the guy who is making the movie, the, the, the director has been at BNAF for the last three years and he's like uh, he, he's one of us man. Oh, yeah. and, he, he, and he is coming from this at a point it's of passion It's getting exciting that we're yeah. getting these filmmakers because Scott Derrickson was there he's mm-hmm. of course the director of Doctor Strange and Cargill's writing partner and he absolutely no ego, no entourage, no yeah. no building a wall, yeah. and which is great because if you don't walk in with that, then we we are allowed to just treat you as another mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. and just turn to you and say, hey, how's it going? And yeah, I know who you are, but and good job on the movie. But what did you think of that? Let's yeah. out together. But when you walk in with, I, I'm worried that you're you're going to fan, then I can't get comfortable enough to yeah. ever just talk right. to you. But you know, Ryan Johnson and Noah Segan show up. I every almost year accidentally and... hugged Ryan Johnson because I thought he was Jerry. Because he's, he's <laughs> he is a wee little man, like, and he does look startlingly like Jerry. And so I saw like a three quarter from the back, and I was and it was between movies, and I was tired, and I'm yeah. like, I go up and like perched and up. Whoa, shit! So That's not Jerry. He'd be like. Hey Ryan, you give that hug to Jerry because that's Jerry's hug. <laughs> okay, I'd like you can be Jerry. Now if you two could just stand facing each other and talk, <laughs> but maybe not touch each other. Come on, we're like it's a doppelganger thing. Right. We need both of you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's we really do. a split screen effect. They can't actually touch. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the line is here. You can't cross the median. And this is where we had our big long break because we were waiting for. Dane DeHaan and Gore Verbinski to show up. Yep. As it turns out. Yes. Oh my God. Right? <laughs> and uh, so that they could show us A Cure for Wellness, which I think I saw one, tr- like, I was like, I know that title. I know I've seen like a teaser for it in front of yeah. a movie, but I have no recollection about this. And and the, the trailers are like, what the hell is going on? Because the visuals, of course, are so strong because it's Verbinski and, and they're crazy. But you don't really get a sense of what it's about no, at all from the trailers. And, it's just, it, and, and, and the trailer halfway through the film, you're like, I can honestly say, I am unsure <laughs> of what is happening. Yes. I have no but clear guesses. It's the, other than it's fucked up. And, yeah. But I don't think that's a narrative feeling of the film. Like no, it's no, a strong. That's a, God, that's no. a strength. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the it's the um, it puts all the cards on the table. It's the um, I feel like on repeated viewings you can put it all together, but it's such a, a puzzle. Um, and, and dear listeners, we can only talk about this in the vaguest terms. We have been asked. To, the, it's on like a. I can't it's like not specific. If I yeah. got specific, you would have no idea what I was talking. Oh about. yeah, that's true. Yeah. It wouldn't that's matter. True. And also, I don't want to spoil it for you because I definitely recommend oh, this. Yeah. Oh, so oh yeah. Oh yeah. As specific as I'll get is, I was saying it's like a gothic fairy tale, but with more eels and incest. Yeah. Yeah, but everything I just although just to be fair, there's it. a lot of incest in fairy tales. Well, exactly. well you know, it's, more eels. It's more got, eels. It's definitely got a sousan of Lovecraft. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's very Lovecraftian. Uh, it's very. Um, 
Oh, and it's got Jason Isaacs. I oh, love it him. Yes. It's got Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> yes. Being yes. you know, all creepy yes. with those crystal no, eyes. No, but being so with his bright blue eyes, showing oh, that he's just a little too pretty to be real, yeah. like yeah. a little fae. Mm -hmm. like, mm. no, like, also, I kind of am starting, like I didn't like Dane DeHaan. He plays Harry Osborn in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes. And there's something about his face, the reason he ends up playing like a villain or like people going crazy is because his face is a little unearthly. He's got a little bit of a Bowie, a Bowie, well, he's, his eyes are uncomfortably bright. Well, well, well. He also has the um, what um, DiCaprio had for a long time as he aged into adulthood and into crusty older uh, Leonardo DiCaprio that we all know and love. Um, <laughs> he, he's got the those hollowed out eyes with the circles under the mm -hmm. eyes uh -huh. where he looks tired. And and uh, which is appropriate for this character, but he, yeah. he looks beleaguered by the world, and you know, like somebody who's putting forth this front as hard as possible that yeah. he is alpha male and and with it and in control, but he is rotting from the inside. Oh yeah, and, rotting from the inside. And he's doing oh, a great man, job of it, great. but the problem is, is oh, throughout the entire movie, and I hear this from other people, it's like. Dane is currently the um, I cannot afford Leonardo DiCaprio, so therefore well, I'm casting Le Dane. Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio is no longer 20, so yeah. I guess I'll cast Dane. He does a great job, and I actually oh, really liked great. him in this role because his very singular physical presence yeah. was a good match yeah. for it. Uh -huh. Yes, like I mean, he he's he's a very strong actor, but he is his very unique look is going to be something that will be both a blessing and a curse. Yeah. And, uh, Either and that or he's got to learn to chameleon like Tilda. And there's a... Um, Which I'm not going to lie, I would love to see. Oh. I would love to see like him be able to take it to like that next level yeah. and just... Like, holy shit, that's, that's Dane DeHaan. I never... Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, a, it's a fascinating movie. And... We can't, will, we can't even get into what genre it is because first of all, what genre do you put this yeah, movie well, in? Will, Aside from just saying it's gothic? I will say it is, uh, again, I, I do agree that filmmakers right now are, because they know audiences will sit through a three hour movie, they are, they are not being necessarily as efficient as they could be with some of their yeah. storytelling. Like they're a little like, well, you've proven you'll sit through two and a half hours. I'll give you two and a half hours. Yeah, but this could have been two. Yeah, I feel like it could be uh, a little bit of fat it can be trimmed from some of the scenes and it would still be a, yeah, a stronger talking, movie. I'm but, talking 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, and yeah. That's, and that, yeah, as that's Peter Jackson a, has shown us, is a line here, a little bit shorter there. Yeah, like, just trimmed, it, mm -hmm. just a little bit, a little bit, and just trimmed some of the fat and you'd have a stronger film that would snap a little bit more. But um, I kind of like seeing a Gord Verbinski movie aside we'll not talk about the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but um, a movie that is wholly original where it's got this space to breathe. Yeah. And I, I, and, and I think it does benefit from having kind of this epic scope for something mm. that could have a very tiny scope. I love that he took yeah. his cachet from the big films and yes. this is what he cashed his chips on. Yes. I, I was like, I want to make this weirdo gorgeous thing. Yes. That's, you know? It is gothic as fuck. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I just like, you want to like kind of soak in it. Like I was just in just the right place <laughs> for that film. I'm like, I love everything. Everything uh, so people, visceral uh, about it. I think so a lot visceral. of people didn't like it. I'm like, no, I, yeah. I was on board for that ride. I was, I was oh, in no, it. I yeah. loved it. It was, yeah. like, it was like an unusual taste sensation. I'm like, 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it, when all was said and done, my I, I I was still sort of just like sitting there going, um, huh? Hold on. It's one of those movies that like, if I would have been in my living room, I would have been like, yeah, I need to watch that again right now. Yeah. To like fully put all of the, okay, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. All well, the Legos okay. have to go together. And, and, yeah. Right. And you get the sense, like, because he, as he is not well, that there is some hallucina hallucination, some vivid dreaming, some, you know, as he's getting deeper into his head and his past that's starting to break. So some of the, like, editing and random clips, like, it feels out of time and, like, is this real, is this not? But mm -hmm. that's meant to give you that sort of dream state. Um, unreliable narrator well, like yeah. what is, and, and what is it, going on it, it's a movie where you get the sense that the, the script absolutely knows exactly oh. what is going on and oh. every image and is there specifically you are being reason. thrown yes. off intentionally it's yep. not it's not a yep. failure of storytelling no. it's a um i'd have to revisit this to fully understand well i was thinking his name is lockhart hart a stag deers yeah and, uh, feature Other, we, yeah. continually and like it was that level of yeah, things have all these different little symbol meanings, which again, I'm very it's, it's the a, symbolism throughout the film. I was oh, excited because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not shy yeah. about it. It just dives. You know, I love writerly tricks. Like yeah. this is symbols this is, and themes and metaphors. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is this oh, is Gore Verbinski going Christopher Nolan on us, and I am on <laughs> yeah. board. Yeah, like a Gore Verbinski Christopher Nolan is like a mm. great thing to chew on for a little bit. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, is is it going to change cinema forever? No, but this is. It's really fun and I am, exciting yeah. stuff. I was delighted in that I keep, you know, I know so much about horror movies and I've seen so many of the of horror films that this was clearly, like, drawing from a little bit. But I kept going, oh, 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 so it's going to be this. Right. Oh, I guess it's not going to be that. <laughs> oh, now it's going, no, yeah. I yeah, guess I was, not. I was doing that in I my head, uh -huh. like, yeah, okay, so it... Okay, oh, no, okay, okay, I guess no. not. Okay, stretch is my, like, uh, halfway through the film, yeah. I'm like... I don't know what's going on, and I'm really kind of excited. Yeah, by that. all that character who's all she's all about puzzles. Yeah, and it's like the movie is like messing with us. Like yeah. you think you can have a book full of stuff, you don't know. She doesn't know, you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you put it all together, cut it up, put it back together. You're not going to get there, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you have to experience well, it. Well, then, like, when, yeah. when they all sort of move Yeah, we, we, we really need to not talk specifics, oh, yeah, though. Oh, yeah. Remember, we're on an embargo on yeah, this weekend. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah. When they all move in unison... They never really even explain how yeah. that, and I kind of love that because <laughs> it just adds to the level of what the fuckery. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wait, what? And you're never gonna know. Mm -hmm. Nope. Yeah. I was be, I was I, I was yeah. trying to be good. Um, yeah. But it but it's gorgeous. It is gothic. It's bizarre. It and I liked wallowing in that world for yeah. a while. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I love that somehow bottles of water are now sinister. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the, the draft house, while we were watching this movie, kept handing out things to us during the movie. And each one was like more sinister. Like, no, yeah, I, don't, yeah, I don't think I'll yeah, be putting that in it's me. It's like, uh, <laughs> that's a bottle of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I, cracked, I cracked it and started drinking it, and Chris just looked at me and went, "Really?" <laughs> and I loved as like a little laughter came up from the audience as, <laughs> as people just got these bottles, bottles of, water. of water. It's like, oh god! <laughs> I suddenly am weirded out by water. Yeah, Bravo. Um, afterwards, yes. Dane had brought uh, about fifteen. 10 15 minutes, minutes, yeah, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes but it, it was, was, it, was, it, was it. 
uh, clips from Luc Besson's new film coming out, Valerian, and oh. it is a Luc Besson. Oh, it Luc Besson so hard. It's yeah. got um, he he's grabbed another model turned actress, just like um, oh, Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. Yep. Um, and she's very much the same physical visual style face and body mm -hmm. she's the she's the big bad she's the enchantress from suicide well, squad and it's good to see her get a chance to do something besides hula hoop yeah yes yeah. um, and 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 the thing is um as dane was pointing out to the audience before we saw these valerian clips is that fifth element is, is what basan did when he couldn't do valerian yeah so basan has been trying to do valerian and the city of a thousand planets or whatever the full title is that was it yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and, bravo me yeah, um it, has been trying to do this movie for decades and so we got fifth element instead so that if there's similarities between the female lead in that and what oh, we're seeing no. in this movie she's that's supposed wrong. to have right hair and they that had to change sounded, yeah. right that could have sounded dismissive i didn't and it's not it's, it's not like, oh it's my god the, this is a luke Besson film and i love his visual style did he get um Gautier to do the costumes again because the I visuals so, because they're amazing. The visual costumes and face elements and hair accoutrement. I'm just like, oh. They're, they're, they're alien. Yeah. They're truly alien. It's mm -hmm. not just like people, like bipeds that are about human size. It's little guys, big guys, snouty guys, and they're wearing like pointy stuff or roundy stuff yeah. or shimmery stuff. Yeah, I feel, and, and I feel the, like the, oh, yeah. It, yeah. it's the full-on, and this is something we haven't seen in a while, the full-on crazy Luc Besson, mm, the yes. huge, vast future world filled with, like, aliens as high fashion, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. so, it is like, just bonkers. Like, there's one and, where she had, like, yeah. a, seriously, like, some sort of hat for her face. Yeah. Like, she could <laughs> see through it, but it was just, like, this cage of glorious filigree thing that she was wearing over her face. I'm like, yeah. that's fascinating. And that's yeah, just that's background awesome. stuff. Yeah. That's not that's like a background person yeah, just like for a second. Walks, by, walks yeah. by. Like I it's like it. the opera scene in Fifth Element, and Godier just went crazy with every single one of the extras, and you're just like, pause. What, what is going on? What? <laughs> What's with the shoe on his head? Yeah, you know, that's okay. yeah. <laughs> so it was after this movie we were out talking, and here's what's funny: is after Cure for Wellness, and I'm. I'm pretty sure it was Cure for Wellness, but there are other films it might have been, but I think it was this one. Mike Salters yeah. comes out to me. One of our friends I am, in Austin here. Yeah, yeah, and I am definitely one of the people he comes to very specifically to talk about um, social issues, female, feminist issues, etc. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, LGBT uh, issues. So he comes to me and he's like, I, that film was so misogynistic, Cure for Wellness. Yeah. How could you even handle that? And I'm like, I actually liked it and it didn't bother me. And he's like, how, how? And I'm like, and I looked at him and I said, well, maybe it's because I've lived my whole life as a woman. And at this point, I'm kind of used to women being treated as garbage in films. <laughs> like, it, it takes a lot for me to notice. And that was like common levels of misogyny. So we're not even going to comment on it. Yeah. But also, I, feel, I, feel, I really love that film. I felt like that was part and parcel of what was Oh, yeah, told. absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm like, it was Honestly, there, but that was addressed. That was yeah. actually part of the story. And I feel like the, the movie was aware of yeah. that. Like, I mean... Yeah. For me, I didn't see it as misogynistic because, yeah, yeah, that that character being treated like that is, is the point. Is the point. Now, we could talk about the background sexism of of all the other characters in the film. There's only one that is a female who has any sort of significant speaking role. Right. Every other character, supporting character, character who talks, 
of with any real import is male. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about that sexism. But, but you know, to be fair, that that other female character is also the only patient that is the yeah. the only other character that is um, uh, significantly drawn out as a character rather yeah. than just a hi there sort of reference. <laughs> but I can't help but go back to the one study of like if you show even 50-50 parody in the background of a film between genders, yeah. men feel like all they are seeing is oh, women. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we can and go down you, this rabbit hole a long time. When you look in the background of that movie, most of the things most everything you see in the background are penises. Yeah. So, Not like literal penises, <laughs> but still. Yeah. I'd also like they're supposed to be business people. Hi. Like, I almost feel like that's also, I can almost argue that because those would be the guys that are on those uh, boards. Yeah. And, yeah. But, and then I mean, later in the just, film, yeah. Yeah. the one woman shows up and she's overpacked. And I'm like, really? Yeah. That, that, yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> okay. But let's yeah, move on. Anyway. We don't want to go too far into the weeds on that one. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Because yeah. next up was our musical. And we got a classic. We got two musicals. We did. Wait, technically, we did two <laughs> musicals. Oh, I, yeah. Harry was, I was super excited. I was hoping La La Land might play because two musicals. But, but, but no, we didn't. <laughs> but, but, but we, we got, got Brigadoon. We got Brigadoon. And I had never seen it on the big screen. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And it was and pretty. I'm glad. I was reminded because Brigadoon is one of those that when I talk about musicals, I love I tend to forget about it mm. because it's pretty it's pretty paint by numbers plot in yeah. terms yeah. of except for the rather bizarrely fantastical element of the plot of you know boy meets girl blah 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 and, and the songs are sweet but seeing it again it reminded me this is some of my favorite dance work of Gene Kelly oh yeah it yes. is so, it is so lyrically ballet he didn't get to do that as often and with Sid Charisse mm-hmm. like when the two of them are dancing romantically together their <laughs> oh, physicality is yes. erotic as fuck mm-hmm. like the way he his whole body yearns towards her and he curves towards her with this intense almost shaking passion as he just reaches out a hand slowly towards her you're like damn I want a man to move like that towards me <laughs> yeah. damn. Like, just like oh I need yeah. you <laughs> Ah, just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was a beautiful th- cinemascope print. Yeah, this movie. It was and just how about mwah. those adorable, quote quote Scottish accents? Oh god! Oh, god. <laughs> oh the the men in the 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 Argyle tights <laughs> rather oh, yeah. than kilts. <laughs> Traditional, you know, the traditional tartan tights. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Shush. Their legs looked glorious. Oh, I'm not, not it. I'm not. I'm not dissing on that. Got but, those, like, ballet oh. legs going on. Uh, hey, mm-hmm. There was a lot of kilt action, and then <laughs> fighting in kilts, and a whole lot of. Did I just see a little butt? <laughs> and then uh, random shirtlessness. Like when you go on a manhunt, the first thing you do is you rip your shirt off, <laughs> like, apparently. Yes. yes. And then there's like go through like the heather and the moors. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not arguing it. Yeah, you were just at a wedding. Somewhere in the process of being at a wedding and going on a manhunt, you needed to take your shirt off. Well, yeah, Yeah. listen, I've never done that, so I can't judge. Right. (laughs) Maybe it's instinct. But what I loved is, clearly, there were a lot of people who were like, okay, Gene Kelly musical, blah, blah, blah. But the one thing I do unequivocally, like, remember and love about this film is Van Johnson. Oh, my God. And Van Johnson, I could tell, was just a constant revelation to people of, like, oh, it's it's your standard MGM musical. Holy shit, he's snarky. Yeah. He keeps it from getting too saccharine. Every time you're like, take take down the magic sparkle. Like, he comes in with, like, that cutting line. You're like, all right. Well done. I didn't suppose you have witches for your from oh we do we just pronounce it differently (laughs) i was like ooh, sassy musical jeez (laughs) like it's just 
And you tell me just like, I can't, I don't have time for you. I don't have time to care. I don't have time for anything but this bottle of alcohol. Wait, wait, wait. wait you want to have sex with me? That's nuts. I just want to take a nap on some hay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. I'd rather just be miserable over here all the time. No, no, I don't want to have a positive re- relationship with anybody. And she's adorable, too. Oh, my gosh. She's just sitting out there. With her sheepies. Yeah. Look, she was going to rock your world, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so yes and this is the film that has my favorite butt clinch of gene kelly's yeah like, i was like guys epic. there's an epic butt clinch and tim's like there's a gene kelly always clinches his butt i'm like no this one is epic he runs up a hill well he's done that before i'm like this is the best one tim <laughs> and i'm sitting next to pat and during heather on the hill i'm like because i do know literally like the beats where it happens and i i, I had kind of forgotten there there's actually two, two. because the first one happened i'm like wait there's another one there, there's like an there's an echo because <laughs> he goes it's so epic up, it comes back he starts to run up the hill and i'm like here it comes and then i'm like snap point Ba-ting! there it was <laughs> never doubt wendy's knowledge of the dead ass, dead ass. <laughs> okay she, you're the preeminent scholar on that subject dead ass and he's because he's lifting her he is Butt to the camera, <laughs> leg out, clinching, and lifting her. So the whole musculature is just, and you can feel, <laughs> you can feel that steel thing. ring, like a sort of a gong, just gong. <laughs> and then just to make sure, just in case you got distracted by the pretty woman I was lifting, we'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> About 30 seconds later, gong. Oh, yeah. he, he's a professional. He knows what the people want. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so he's sweet and charming in this, oh, and it, the learner and low score is terrific. Like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and what I love, listeners, if you've never seen Brigadoon, the plot of the film is literally, hunters are out, like 1940s, and they stumble a- across a village that's not on the map because magically it only appears once every hundred years. Yeah. Every day for them is a hundred years later. This is only the second day of the miracle, so it's 200 years since their village was on the map. And of course, this leads to all sorts of interesting questions about uh, inbreeding, about how their village boundary that they cannot cross or the miracle will be canceled and they'll fade away forever. They their village is not big enough for the agriculture required to feed that population. Mm-hmm. No. Mir- miracle? No. Curse. And they just don't want to say it. Let's they go a week, a week later for you, so now it's 700 years acid rain's going to be exciting <laughs> perhaps the oceans have risen at some point humans will have just fled the planet but you're still popping <laughs> up on this charcoal rock once every hundred years like and like and uh, nobody develops this property ever yeah. hopefully no. No. like it's just so wonderfully charming and naive like just oh we're just going to show up every hundred years I'm sure that will go well for you. You'll be fine. <laughs> I love how it's like, oh, look at the year and the coin. This is only the second day of this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really. Like they, and this is the first people since the miracle. Uh huh. So it's, oh shit, people can show up. I mean, we we kind of thought they could. It really is 200 years later. Oh, that's so cool. What I love is that he's like, I can't use this money, and it's like, oh come on, that would be a collector's item. Everybody oh, yeah. would be like, I, I want that. I, uh-huh. I want that. Wait, so well, Helen's only been dealing with this for two days. Like he's at full simmer, and like uh, this is a boil like that. He's been dealing with this for hunt like like years. I'm like no, it's been two days. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> it's been two days, dude. You know what? Take a breath. Well, but <laughs> the whole like the whole because they say so. The big plot is that 
a young woman is getting married, nobody can leave the village or the miracle gets gets canceled. And she chose one boy over the other and the other boy loves her and wants her, but he is never going to have her and he can't leave a small village (laughs) where he is watching every day the woman he loves be married to somebody else. That's a valid like well, dude yeah. sucks to be you yeah. yeah and it's not like there's a whole lot of girls to choose from yeah. you're and like and this other kid had gone off to college in edinburgh and come back and he can never get to do that because they can't leave and the miracle was delayed for two days thank you to mr forsyth for holding off on the miracle to like for me meaning <laughs> waiting for him to get back from edinburgh because they had been planning to get married so he's at, she made the decision not just two days ago. It's probably okay, been like you. a month or something since he's like, oh, I have lost all chance. Charlie's coming back from Edinburgh and when he gets home and they're going to get married. Dude, I can't handle this. I really can't handle this. And now you're telling me I never get to leave. <laughs> fuck all y'all. <laughs> yeah. Just fuck all y'all. I withdraw except my objection. That, except that, can we all admit that he was actually gay and really it's just that he he, like not all like you were the perfect beard and now i can't even go off to the big city and be who i really (laughs) yeah that was Mm -hmm. my plan oh well dude poor poor harry yeah poor harry yeah (laughs) maybe maybe we need another musical that tells the the movie from his perspective oh my god oh yeah. yeah Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of Brigadoon. Yes. And then these two assholes show Who the fuck are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's being called Who the Fuck Are They? Yes. yes. <laughs> I like that Washington kid's chances. All right. Next <laughs> film was Pimpernel Smith. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically the Scarlet Pimpernel uh, fight Nazis. Um, that is yeah. exact. That is exactly what it is. It's yeah. Leslie Leslie Howard, mm-hmm. who was the original Scarlet Pimpernel in the '30s film. Which, if you have never seen, listeners, it's awesome. I think it is actually on Netflix. Yeah, it is. It's easy to get He's your hands a delight. on. It's and so he good. is delightful, and it is the first spy story. Yeah, it is one of the first spy, like James Bond type stories ever told, and it is a delightfully romantic adventure romp, mm-hmm. and he is clever and sexy and yeah. Merle Oberon is gorgeous and oh, and it's the French Revolution. Yeah. So he loved playing that character, but the nature of the story is there's there's no sequelizing that story. Right. No. No. So basically they're just like, well, let's take the exact character and the exact plot and just put the setting as World War Two. And so I mean I've actually even read the novel that Pimpernel was based on yeah. the 18th century, 18th, 19th century novel. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, oh, well then, sh- okay, she's the character, she's the female character who is, pressure is being put on her, and oh, oh, good, now he's got his band of little merry men to help mm-hmm. him out, because mm-hmm. it's very Robin Hood-esque, and yeah. oh, we're going to have this beat, oh, we're going to, I'm like, wow, these, these are the exact beats, but who cares, because it's still so fucking delightful. And, and the beautiful thing is, it's also in Indiana Jones. Yes! Because yes. he's an, arche- his cover is he's an archaeologist. <laughs> so the Scarlet Pimpernel is Indiana Jones! Yes! Yes! <laughs> and he's fighting Nazis! Yes! <laughs> it is a delightful movie. Oh, it was it's so much the, fun. The, the whole crowd was like, that may be my favorite. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I love about Phenomathon. We are getting, you know, we're getting Martin Scorsese's latest. We're getting this sneak. We're getting to see, you know, Kong Island clips. And people are like, that vintage Leslie Howard rocked my world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey. It was so good. Yeah, it. it it's hard to say 
more about it, really. I mean, it, it's, uh, it, it is Scarlet Pimpernel. That's the plot. And you can um, pick up a DVD on uh, Amazon for about 20. Yeah. Watch yeah, how they light right. his eyes. Yeah. Oh, well, and he was the director. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, he, yeah. He's a strong director, yeah. too. Because light, these, light, light these puppies. Light yeah. <laughs> his face is half in shadow, and then he just tips forward a little yeah. bit to where it's just his eyes mm-hmm. are highlighted. You oh, are doomed. Man. Doomed, I say. Doomed. He gives this great speech about the Nazis are just doomed, and you don't even know it yet because there is no way that your evil will ever triumph. And at the end, the whole crowd is just like, yeah! Yes. Yay. We needed to hear and, that right now. And his main foil, the the main Nazi guy who's trying to good. figure out who the the Scarlet Pimpernel is, um, playing von Grom, uh, is Francis Sullivan, who uh, was in Great Expectations and I think Oliver Twist, and he was just this great, great British character actor from that era, and I love watching him. He was so much fun. He was like a non-traditional Nazi bad yeah. guy, like he was thinking, but he was also a little like, uh, you know, he always had the candy, but he wasn't stupid, but he wasn't yeah. authoritarian and that, I don't know, he was like, I wasn't quite sure what he was going to do. Like, I was trying to figure out, like, and you're like, oh, this is a good foil, because yeah. no, he could catch him. Yeah, yeah he, he, he's smart and menacing, but also hilarious. Yeah, Because yes. the, the opening scene where he's introduced is glorious. I'm trying to figure out the <laughs> the humor of the Englishman. <laughs> <laughs> and he's reading out bits of, of English literature. Is this funny? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 it's not funny. Oh, there's a, there's a Klingon moment. Well, our scientists have deduced that Shakespeare was actually German. <laughs> and here's the very British Leslie Howard. Oh, really? Huh. Okay. He comes back in the next scene. So let me talk to you about the Earl of Oxford. Turns out he was Shakespeare. And But would you say he was... Of course he wasn't German. Did you want me to leave this for you? Nah. Yeah. Dig, dig. Yeah, the tete-a-tete is lovely. Yes, yes. Um... And these we can run through a little quicker because yeah, they're, like, cause there's not a lot to say about Scarlet Pimpernel Smith because it, it's the Scarlet Pimpernel just in, 19, in yeah. World War II. And watch it's it. delight, yeah. delightful. Go watch it. Watch yes. it. And, but then after that, Ryan Johnson yeah. walks up in front of the audience. <laughs> oh, my God. And he goes, okay, okay, okay. Everybody, everybody. Uh, well, first cheer says, for me. <laughs> first he no, says, I don't. I don't have anything to show you. Oh. oh. Yeah, he said, let me get that out of the way. Star Wars? Oh. No. <laughs> but he's like, Okay, everybody, cheer for me! And he's holding up his phone. Yeah, uh-huh. and we're going. Yeah! He's like, now I want more. Like, you're bloodthirsty. You want to kill something? Oh, right. Oh! And he's like, now I need some booze. Oh. And he's like, great. All of you are now being Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> and we're like, ah! we just did it without question too. Like, whatever he was doing with that, like, all right, what do we do now? Okay, you, you yeah. need us to cheer. Direct Done. us, sir. I'm sure you, you tell you us are later. Now all <laughs> appearing in Star Wars as uncredited oh vocal extras. Oh, yes. I'm get my sand card. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, uh, so Harry showed us, and this was a beautiful pairing, but th- this is one of the downfalls that can happen at Bunnamathon. Harry showed us the, the Errol Flynn Adventures of Robin Hood. Now, I was startled at how many people had never seen it. Yeah. Not never seen it on the big right. screen. I but never had seen it. Barb had never had seen it. Um, oh. Jessica Griffiths had never seen it. Yeah. Christina Winters yeah. had never seen it. Yeah. Like I'm like, really? Because I this is this is one of my Touchstone films that I grew yeah. up with. Oh, like I don't remember the first time I watched The Adventures of Robin Hood. I always knew yeah. The Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn. That and was just a lot of people had that that experience. But I mean, when it came to raise your hands, if you've 
seen this movie, very few hands went up, and I, I was shocked. Uh, but the reality is, I've seen it not just on the big screen, but I've seen it on the big screen several times, and it yeah. was at that point in the night yeah. where I'm like, I do love this movie. I think this movie is engaging as fuck. Yeah. I even actually want to watch it, but I know that I am, and yes, I just fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did the exact same thing, because I slept on the floor of your bathroom the night before. I know. Oh. <laughs> I, I had taken all the couch cut. Every, like, everybody in the room in the house was snoring and literally the only room with a door that I could uh-huh. sleep in was the bathroom. It was either that or my car and it was below freezing. So I took yeah. like couch cushions and shit and padded out the bathroom and slept on the bathroom floor for like two hours. And so like this is the following night that we've gotten through and it's like yeah. Adventures of Robin Hood. I've seen this before. This is when I sleep. Yeah, it's okay. It was going to cradle you. It's like it's okay. Yeah. You know me. Yeah. You it was know great. me. Like I yeah. just naturally woke up like at at the part where in the forest with with the feast and Marion where oh, they fall in love yeah. and it's so charming. Yeah, like, it's I love so that. cute. Like I love I love Robin Hoods. Like the like my first tattoo that I ever get is going to be from the animated Robin Hood. Yeah, that's like my favorite Disney. Movie. Well, in Christina Winters, that's her favorite animated movie, and she said I had never realized because I'd never seen this how. Like almost, sh- there are shots that were directly lifted yeah. from the Errol Flynn Robin yeah. Hood for the Disney. Absolutely. And it's like, well, yeah, because people are like, all I've ever seen is Prince of Thieves, and I'm just like, turn your head and spit when you say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you really honest, like that is your template for what Robin Hood should uh. be. I am so sorry for yeah. you <laughs> because it should always be Errol Flynn as your starting point because he just twinkles with his dimples oh, and his. Shit. And his oh, and legs and Claude Rains. And Claude uh, Rains camping uh, <laughs> the bitch right up. Uh-huh. Oh, he is Thought just he's just what? If you could just get some money, you fucking why can't you be good henchmen? <laughs> oh my god. Like <laughs> it's so great. And I like his shoes and yes. his outfits. Uh, yes. And also, ooh, made Marion's outfits. Like she said oh. she's got that silver thing with the green velvet. I'm yeah. just like, what yeah. are you wearing, girl? Right. Dang. <laughs> yes. And so, <laughs> and Olivia de Havilland's face is yeah. just so Well, everybody's so pretty in that. That that print was so pretty. And it, yes. you know, just lovely cinemascope. Uh, uh, just sat- super saturated colors. It was just beautiful, and it's like this is a lovely print. <laughs> <laughs> so, Errol Flynn had a crush on Olivia De Havilland. Oh, yeah, that's so sweet. And, yeah, but he was one of those guys who would do really stupid things to to be to get to be unique and interesting to try to get her attention. Oh wow! <laughs> oh no! Did he Jared Leto it? No, no, <laughs> no. The story I heard, so this is apocryphal, was like he he did this thing where he like you tie a bit of string to some food and you feed it to a goose and the goose poops it out and then you t- you feed it to another goose and you end up like with six geese on a string and he like did this and showed it to her and she's like <laughs> you did a goose centipede for her <laughs> what the fuck why would you do such a thing okay first of all his idea of flirting is like pigtails in the ink because oh. he was a profoundly like no 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 Goose centipede is not pigtails in the ink. <laughs> no, that's that is no. But he that, would be, when it, when the goose pooped it out, he would tie it to a fresh bit of food and then tie and then feed. That it. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> I just want to make it clear he wasn't sewing the goose's mouth onto the other goose's anus. Oh, oh god! There was threat involved. He's as bad as flirting as that character in the next movie. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> oh my you know, hey guys, god! Guys, leave animals out of flirting. You know, if you're not sure, oh. just leave them out. 
Leave them out, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, Before we get too far afield, Barb, since this is your first time experiencing yes. Robin Hood, what what were your impressions of it? I I know. loved it. So, like, awesome. it's always been a movie that I've wanted to see because I do enjoy just the, the Robin Hood stories. Mm -hmm. Like, don't hate me, but I did like Prince of Thieves. It's not... Well, you know, it was the 90s. Right, exactly. it, it was a, it, it was a film <laughs> desert for a while. It's fine. <laughs> but, so, like... Well, I don't hate you. I pity you. I know. Oh, okay, that's bad. Okay. <laughs> I, I, God. You know, Barb, I like you. You don't have to, like, like Wendy's being a real jerk right now, man, all right? But... <laughs> Intentionally a jerk, listeners. BT up. <laughs> like, I did that for a laugh. I'm not that much of an asshole, although I do seriously feel bad for Barb, you. please continue. <laughs> just doubling um, down on it. <laughs> you're, just, you're just doubling down, digging Grr, yourself a fucking dig, hole. Dig, 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 dig. Yeah, 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 Wendy. Uh, Barb, please so, continue. Like, being able to see that... For, not only for the first time, but on the big screen, uh -huh. it was it was just magical. Yeah, it was so magical. And like Errol Flynn is just a dreamboat, and mm -hmm. you know, like he, you know, he's just delightful. Mm -hmm. And and just I loved it. It was. It's such a feel good movie. Yes. Yeah. And at the very end, when like they sneak away, and he's just so excited because they get to go bang each other. Um, <laughs> And he was like, okay, I'm just going to follow all of your directions this well. And, um, but it's it was just, I I just, I loved it. And Excellent. like, And it's got Una um, O'Connor O'Connor oh, yeah. as her. Bess, the maid. I love her face. I love oh. her as, a, as an actress. Oh, yes. And it, like the, um, the, the, the other little servant that they sort of have a thing going yeah, on yeah. with. And, and that's just so cute because she's like giving him a hard time. Like, don't be a jerk, but I still like you, so be safe. <laughs> slap, <laughs> kiss. <Exactly. laughs> yeah. so I'm going to slap you, but then I'm going to kiss you because, mm -hmm. yeah. They got that kind of relationship. That's exactly. just how they do. That's, that's just how they do. <laughs> how they do. Um, and of course, Basil Rathbone. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Oh, Basil. Mm -hmm. And one of, the best, one of the best fencing fights ever put on screen. Fantastic. Oh. Up and down those stairs, and the leaping, and the jumping, and Roger Ebert was like, "This is one of the three best sword fights I ever put on film." Yeah, okay, that right. one. I think he said Court Jester and Rob Roy, if I remember. Right. Court Jester. Yeah. That's Basil too. That's Basil too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what I love is that Ebert included a comedy one oh, because I, recognizing yeah. that what what they're having to do in that, going back and forth in the Court Jester is. That's a squirrel. Um, there are possums. That's a squirrel. That was a squirrel running up. Making and meowing no. noises? Well, I think I thought the squirrel was running from the cat, but maybe that was a cat. If this is our last recording, There's, a cat and a possum. You, you hadn't out. mentioned the cat. <laughs> we've, we've had an opossum mom come along the base of the wall with her babies hanging off her tail like a fucking cliche. It was, oh, and, which is sort of cute, except that opossums are terrifying at night. Oh, they are. Oh, they're, 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 they're all teeth. They they're, they're, they have that skull-like face. Oh, anyway, nature is happening. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, we're getting distracted by things. Oh, focus, focus, focus. I am so glad you got to see Robin Hood on the big I, screen and at like the crowd was quieter than typical because of the slot, but but still, it's just it was. I and I don't think I would have had the experience to see it on screen. I think anywhere else, really. Mm -hmm. Well, the Heights shows it pretty regularly. Oh, do they? Yeah, nice. mm -hmm. that's where I saw it for the first time on the big screen. Was yeah. at the Heights, and, and that's and that's where like as an adult, I'm like. Claude Rains, you are fabulous. Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh dang. Yeah, it's one of those prints where the Heights reliably gets like a packed audience for Adventures of Robin Hood. So they'll 
show it very, very regularly. It's like an it's, annual thing. Like yeah. we're coming into the Christmas season when they they pull out a lot of like, yeah, like White Christmas. They the almost white, always do White yeah. Christmas. The Thin Man usually pops up. <laughs> yeah, um, which the Thin Man. On the big it's screen. great. So I great. can't stop. I won't stop on the Thin Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are like, anyway. what are your non-traditional Christmas movies? Thin Man. Thin Man, definitely. Right at the right at the top. But we should move ahead because oh my god, the thing that came next. I, I kind of love this one. Okay, like, it's oh kind of amazing. <laughs> this year, wow. Oh, wow. This year was an incredibly strong lineup. Like yeah. in past years, sometimes we've gotten a very consistent lineup, but it has lacked highs and lows. Yeah. This year we was very strong. We got highs yeah. like um, Cure for Wellness and yeah. Fences, yeah. and then we got a low that was fucked, fucked up, but not like awful. Yeah, like, I didn't so need anything. Zachariah was a good opposite side of the spectrum of oh weird but not annoying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's it's terrible in that glorious way. Like I feel like I could bring that to this one to Bee Fest, and they'd have a riot well, with it oh. because it's bonkers. <laughs> Melissa got an actual laugh looking at me, which called attention to the face that I'm like as I became aware of the face I was making because I was side eyeing the <laughs> the screen. I was literally like. Uh, yeah, and, and her, her jaw had gone slack. <laughs> because, okay, Zachariah is this movie that was done in, I want to say, 1971 Yeah, early 70s. Because that's about when White Lightning was a thing uh, <laughs> as a band in Minneapolis, whatever. Um, it's a Western where um, the music is all being done by like psychedelic rock bands yeah. that, who, who actually show up in the movie yes. like with no concern about anachronism no. yeah. none none at all just hey they're a groovy band yeah. sweet we're gonna bring them in and call them the crackers yeah it's like if the monkeys made a western yeah yes. and, and yeah. Well, further, yeah. further context. Further context. Firesign Theater wrote. <laughs> fire, fire, it's Firesign a fucking high theater. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Hi. Somebody was Jerry was like there was not one thing holding that narrative together. I'm like I disagree. Drugs. Oh, drugs, drugs was holding that narrative together. So many yeah. drugs. It, it was oh, god. it was weed philosophy. Like guys, this is some I, deep shit. Like I, there was like that oh, one yeah, actual yeah, scene yeah. of like. <laughs> yeah, like literally, like they get together, they look at each other, and both of them are like. Dude, and that was the actual. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That was the whole yes. scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's Firesign Theater. Hi, as a kid, I feel like <laughs> Phil Proctor watched El Topo and said, "We need to do this." Dude, this is the year I saw El Topo. It was perfect for me. I'm like, this is this is El Topo, but like it is some less money and okay, more what's pot funny, and not LSD. Yeah, what's yeah. funny is that you're like, this is El Topo, and Chris and I are like, this is fucking Pippin. Like, oh, well, it is because it's the story of Siddhartha. Yeah. It's yeah. Siddhartha. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like there's the one moment where he's like, This isn't satisfying me, I'm gonna keep looking and Chris leans over. Every man has his season. <laughs> and I'm like, Yep. Yep. <laughs> to which I then go down to Harry after the film, I'm like, Harry, that was Pip and he's like, You're not wrong and I'm like which begs the question, why haven't you shown <laughs> Pippin yet? We could have had some Bob Fosse fucking dancing on that screen. Like you want erotic. That's like <laughs> Hands on the table, everybody. I feel like that's a year 20 thing. Oh, man. Right? Pippin, Pippin would play it. Like, people oh, would yeah. just be, people would love Because Pippin. not that anyway. many people have seen it, and it would just yeah. be like, we're going to what? And bodies do that? What? But, but that's not anyway, Zachariah. Pardon me. Oh, Zachariah. Before we get too far, okay, we need Dick to mention Don Johnson. 
Who's John Pretty. Johnson? Yeah. More, more fabulous hair. Just like yeah. blonde hair Ooh. pulled back. I was distracted by his lips. Like, he's, a, he's a little beautiful baby. Yes. He's so <laughs> and John Rubenstein is so adorable. Yeah, some pretty dudes looking at each other intensely. And, yeah, um, the and, subtext and, was actually <laughs> top text. I heard Barb over like, text. Just the, I said it. I was like, they just need to bang it out. I was like, the yep. very like first scene, one of the very first scenes where they're like being all like cutesy with one another and like running around the tree. I was it's just like, totally how soon are they going to make out? How soon are they going to make out? That whole scene out? was just like Brookback Mountain, man. This yep. is Brookback Mountain. Yep. Just, yep. I can't quit you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, that, that would be, yeah. Yep. Yep. Zachariah, I can't quit you. But he tried, and then we got this movie. Yeah. <laughs> All the travels was him trying to quit. Well, him. and at the end when they ride up and hug on the horses, I'm like, oh, come on. This is, this is where you just need to kiss. <laughs> there are five great kisses in the history of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and the one in Zachariah blew the whole the rest right away. <laughs> and 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 it's mostly a dumb comedy, but there's also this weird like peyote-driven vision quest sort of thing going on yeah. in the desert. And then um, and Bell Star and, 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 oh and Star. To you. I'm talking Talk. to you while I'm gyrating, and I'm not going to stop. But we're going to have a conversation. <laughs> but I'm going to keep doing this weird '60s her. sexy gyrating. Although her comebacks were awesome. I will say because I then, brought you these birds. Put those in some water. Yes. No. Put these birds in some water. I love it. <laughs> love like, that. For starters, who brings birds? Yeah. I was like, what's? I thought they were sex canaries. Like, is this so when things get dangerous, they start tweeting? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, I'm writing what? that down. The the title of this episode will be sex canaries. I'm <laughs> guaranteeing that. They're the canary in the coal mine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tweet, tweet, tweet. tweet. <laughs> where's that? Where's that mine going? What's the mine? <laughs> and then he's all like, she's like, what are you going to give me? What are you going to do for me? I'll bring you more birds. And then <laughs> I'll, I'll bring you a thousand birds. I'll bring you a room full of birds. And then I'll cut my way through them to get you. <sighs> wow, you're, yeah, you're. Rookie. Sex talk is yeah. really. We need to. We need to. We need to work on that. Uh, points on originality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's some imagery. Negative yeah. for yeah. the carnage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, you're cutting up little birdies <laughs> to get to me. Snow White, this ain't. No. Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe you just don't get me birds. It's a very it, specific fetish. Everything's on the internet. Oh, oh God. God. The, the, don't Google that. The, oh, the no. far west was a big place, room for everybody. <laughs> oh, Did anybody boy. else notice they had one church facade that they just kept using yep. in various states of decay? Oh, the entire set yes. was like painted wood out in the desert. Yeah. And then they just rearranged yeah. it, which well, I kind of loved. It was, it, was it was just painted wood, and then suddenly they would be in a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Enter the door and then set. Yeah, <laughs> no illusions made yeah. about any buildings actually exist. No. But like, dude, what's it. reality? Like, that's the level of this. Oh panel. yeah. Oh, th this was dude. so fueled by peyote <laughs> and marijuana. <laughs> and it's so Dick itself. Van Patten oh, just because <laughs> Dick Van Patten just for a scene. It's like, hey, I know Dick Van Patten. Awesome. Do you <laughs> want to come be basically a car salesman? That's yes, the trickiest yes. thing in the film. What's Dick Van Patten doing trying to sell? Mustangs and wagons. That's funny. It's, it, it's hilarious, actually. <laughs> ah, 
for all the dumb comedy that does not work in the rest of this movie, Dick Van Patten is like, he's not phoning it in at oh, all. He's, he's a professional. He, he sells that, that stuff. Yep. Oh, yeah. He's good. He's good. And then uh, the, the bands, this is some of the worst psychedelic rock. Yeah, I mean, these are the people who are, they could afford really on the cheap. So, oh wow! Although, uh, although I was really interested in that acrylic guitar at the beginning, the yeah. clear acrylic guitar oh, yeah. was kind of cool. Um, so one of the guys that I sat next to, um, the dude who was the big, um, the main like, the um, Job, Job, yes, yes. he was, um, and of course now the name escapes me, um, but he was the drummer for Coltrane. Yeah, and he's great. He's got a little yeah. drum solo in his. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah damn, gonna, that's good stuff. If you get the drummer for Coltrane, yeah, you give him a goddamn drum solo. He's like the uh-huh. only like, subtle uh-huh. actor in it. They're just yeah. like, you know what, just, just yeah, like, like, dude, be a human enough, being. He knew enough <laughs> to like, underplay yeah. it. Everybody else is like, ah. Yes. Yes. It, it works, ah. works for it. It's all, like you're taking your theater troupe into the desert. Yep. <laughs> just yeah. doing some pot and like getting deep. Yeah. That, that's the movie. That's it. That's, that's what you get. <laughs> getting silly, getting deep. <laughs> that should be the tagline for your podcast. Getting silly, getting deep. Okay, I'm writing that shit down too. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> no, just. Oh, you, I thought you were seeing something from the window. I'm like, getting silly, work? getting deep. I'm just. We're back to Brookback Mountain again. <laughs> Gentlemen, just get a little silly, get deep. You're gonna be fine. Ah. <laughs> oh, God. And John Rubenstein was the original Pippin in the original Broadway cast. Oh, he was. Oh, like that. I was surprised that he didn't sing. Almost been killing you watching it. Just waiting. <laughs> like, let me double check that because I could be wrong, but I'm but, like pretty sure. He was. Well, while you're doing that, we should move ahead to yeah. to yeah, what we saw next, which oh. was 40 minutes of Logan. Okay. <gasps> okay. Now I'm gonna put this out there. We've been burned before by the first 40 minutes of a film, and that was Cowboys versus Aliens, and we <laughs> <Yeah>. all splooged <laughs> ourselves, and then the movie didn't live up to right. it. Now that said, I am, as we know, a cautious geek. Yes. Mm. Right. Yes. I don't. I don't want to get my hopes up too high because then nothing can live up to that. But I will say, I don't see how they can fuck this up. That oh was some god. amazing oh shit. My oh my god. god. So oh my perfect. god. Oh, I want I, more. I want I, it now. I really kind of wanted them just to be like, eh, we're just going to keep going. So hit play again. Yeah, the yeah. cruelty of giving us that amount oh. and then be like, and now you wait. No. <laughs> no more. Although that that was like the perfect amount mm, in, yes. in terms of it has a nice closure to the yeah. arc of uh-huh. that like yeah, set it was of act scenes one. Yeah. yeah it was act one and holy fuck it was so good <gasps> I, think I, just, I, I tweeted like this is gonna like tear my heart out with its adamantium claws oh my this god this movie yeah. is <laughs> going to fuck you up emotionally yes because yeah. it, it's just it's set up so you you give a shit about these characters. Yeah. And p- plus, we've, we've lived with them. So yeah. we know that, and to see them in this different situation already breaks your heart. Yeah. And it raises the stakes because you're like, what's what's going on? And, it, and it's, it's just perfect because you're going to care about these characters. And yeah. there's going to be awesome action. Mm-hmm. But your main thing is like, well, you've got so, And like, oh. that's what the guy said because he was like, it's a drama with mm. kick ass action. Yeah. And like, I love the fact, like, when they talk about, um, what was his name? The director? Yes. James Mangold? Yeah, yes. James Mangold. Um, when he goes, it's, you know, you have the kind of father-son where where Logan is sort of having to take care of 
of Professor X at this point, and so he's sort of taking on that the reversed role of mm -hmm. of being that care caregiver, um, and then like you sort of have like this relationship where he sort of turns into the father daughter mm -hmm. then as well and like so he's you know kind of stuck in that middle generation and yeah. taking care of people on on either side of him mm -hmm. um and i think it's gonna be good like oh. and, and like that's oh, all in so the solid. trailer yeah I mean, right exactly. like we're not saying so that's not on. anything yeah but uh he described it as somebody's like well you know what were some of the what were some of the more unique influences and he's like paper moon it's Paper Moon with claws. <laughs> and we're like, yes! <laughs> what? What? I love it! Oh, it's so great. Yeah, yeah Just, the, and Sorry the, to interrupt, guys. Uh, we're going to be taking off. Yeah, okay. okay. We'll see you down at okay. Conan's. Okay. All right, so, yeah. so the... Oh, God, it's so good. So it's the... The lovely part is they're they're allowing their X Men actors to age. So Hugh Jackman yes. is getting to be old and crusty Hugh Jackman, which I'm all for. Well, because it is and, 2029. Yeah, and well, and but he's been basically immortal, but eventually, I like that. his clock is kind of running down. Mm -hmm. And the in and we've got uh, Patrick Stewart being playing very frail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, some just wonderful character setups, and then this kid comes in to the plot, and and she is like, oh, this is another hit girl. She is amazing. Oh yeah. Um, it, and it you get so involved with these characters as they're set up in this forty minutes, and the action sequences that are built around them are just. Um, like Mickey levels of violence. <laughs> yeah, like what's oh. exciting oh. is they be, thank God for Deadpool. Yeah, but you know the he's like I want to make a hard R film. I'm willing to do it a smaller film, not as big of a budget because I mm -hmm. know that that's a financial risk for you. But luckily, right in the middle of making it, Deadpool came yeah. out. Like, look, no, there are there is an adult audience that wants an yeah. R-rated yes. superhero yeah. film, yeah. And which means that of all the characters of all the X Men. Yeah, Wolverine's the one that is most like. No, you need a hard R to show yeah, what Wolverine yeah. fighting would actually look yes. like because uh -huh. it's not just convenient little I'm <laughs> stabbing you and yeah. you don't really see what happens. It's vicious and brutal and like off I mean, the audience yeah. noises during that first <gasps> oh. fight were just so. so <laughs> that must have been so great for him in the audience to hear all the whoa, go, yeah. oh god, yeah, yeah. unique head traumas. Like, yes. it wasn't just in like lots of different ways yeah. that you can really fuck up a skull. <laughs> but, but, but also, um, Wolverine up to this point, you know, yes, uh, you know, he he heals and uh, yes, he he takes on the pain, but he's basically indestructible. But now with him aging and he's not healing as fast as he well, used to. I don't. And, and do it, you think we can? Because I feel I, like that's obvious and I think it's from the comic. And it, it's from the comic and I believe it's also touched upon in the, the trailer. trailer shows but, him scarred. And, and this is yeah, like yeah. first scene sort of stuff. But like but the idea, like it, I came like I cottoned onto it immediately oh, yeah. before he even mentioned it in the after chat yeah. of like, mm -hmm. well, what's the difference? He was basically immortal for 200 years. What's the difference? You have steel. You have this metal inside your body, and eventually, it's going to take a toll. Like, yeah. let's think about like even non-reactive metal. Like, yeah. Do how how do we know it's non-reactive? You were one of the first people we tried it out on. Maybe we're finding out now that mm. when you leave it in a body for a long time, like yeah. there is there is a cost to these yeah. things. Yeah. And like, what if it's the metal that is like basically breaking down his immune system? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
like like a toxin. It, it plays or it plays right. You're like, oh, right. why didn't I even think about that? Yeah, and it's always been there, and I haven't thought about it. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, regardless of whatever the reason is, the that additional angle of adding that to the character, and suddenly mm. you have a lot more things you can do with well, Wolverine it, from yeah. a character well, standpoint. He, that, oh it, my god, it raises the stakes. Yeah, like before, it's like it, I don't care. I'm going to fight you. I I will win. And if you manage to beat me, I'm just going to pop right mm. back up. But right. now it's like. There is no guarantee I'm going to pop right back up. And it takes a lot of effort to pop right back and up. And it fucking hurts. Yes. And then yeah. at what point in time does it become, well, I have to start picking and choosing my battles because of all of that. Yeah. And, like, yeah. as you get older, you don't have the stamina. Yeah. And, and it just goes back into allowing these actors to age and allowing these characters to age is fascinating to me. And I... I love seeing these stories starting to come out you know it's not just logan i mean i'm seeing more and more of uh, these stories where it, it it's it's just great i love it i love it so much mm-hmm. <sighs> so yeah, we, cannot, we should probably set up shut wait. up before we can we, we get we into do anything we shouldn't yeah um. because oh my god that we could talk a lot about that opening and sequence. then we have the last film of but Nevathon, which unfortunately again was hard to stay awake for for me simply because it's another kind of classic yeah it's um the interesting move ending with a vintage film rather than a premiere because i think this is the first time we've ever ended with a vintage i think i don't i'd have to i mean or what rollerball well i mean first very first year we ended with rollerball i thought that was like middle of the night very very first year we ended with six string samurai yeah vintage but but well that was new we but but either way rare if not yeah, like, right. Win. But right. But I mean, this isn't a vintage of very few have seen this, or this yeah. is no. a niche. This yeah. is a this is John Woo's hard boiled, yeah. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which makes me so happy. Like, and to see it on the big screen, and I was really trying to watch it, but there just came a point where I failed yeah. because I'd never seen it on the big screen, but I have seen it, and I I've seen yeah. a ton of John yeah. Woo and, and and the beats of it, and I'm like, I love everything about this, and I failed. And it was a very scratchy print, so you know, if you've been up for however many bazillion hours we had been by that point you get kind of fuzzy watching that yeah, any more but, any visual extra visual stuff just like your brain's like that's it that yeah, was honestly, all the stimulus yeah, i can take i kind of would have preferred a subtitled print i might have been able to stay oh, yeah. awake a little bit better and the dubbing was <laughs> oh i kind of oh, love God. how terrible the dubbing was because there, there's a yeah. special treat to bad translations <laughs> bad dubbing and, and this was and a bad treat. voice acting oh i am going to have an opinion these are my emotions <laughs> oh, God. What? Wow. But uh, so John Moose Harboyle, if you've never seen it, dear listeners, it is a buddy cop drama, Hong Kong, Chow Yum Fat and Tony Long and um uh, they, but one of like the undercover cop tropes. Yeah. Yep. And uh the crazy motherfucker. Cra- oh, and the yeah. He's a good crazy motherfucker. It, oh, man, dog, oh, yeah. it is it is cheesy. It's it's kind of Michael Bayish in in its plot construction and kind of ham-handed well, characters I mean, like, and all that, but cuz that's John Woo. That's what John Woo does. But you get to the action sequences. They're glorious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just Oh yeah. And Orgiastic, like the, dare I say. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, that, that final scene in the hospital lasts forever, oh, and you do God. not care because yeah. there is so much awesome. Now, it's like my brain knew. I fell asleep in a, at the beginning of Act 2 yeah. and woke up promptly, magically, naturally. Yep. Like, 
Right there? Uh, we're at the hospital. Okay. Yeah. I think I did. I think I did the same thing. It's like the, it gets a little slow in the middle and it kind of nodded off. Like, I, I hospital. Know, I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On, like, on, I've on. never seen this. And I'm like, I know I have, but I couldn't tell you when. And it's been a while. And Maybe. sometimes John Woo runs together and I know it shouldn't go. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like, oh, God. Hospital, yes, I'm awake. What? Yes. Let's watch this. Oh, God, this is good stuff. God, oh, it is so good. So if my body has to betray me, I'm glad it's on like ones I've already experienced. Yes. I'm like, yeah. the body's like, you know what? I'm taking over. Yep. Y- you're not the pilot anymore. I will wake you up when the new stuff comes on. <laughs> oh, hey, Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Robin Hood, but I, I just, I, I, I need I, like a couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy has never seen Robin Hood. Oh, we, we need to work on that. Yeah. 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 So, but she's seen Star Wars now, which I, I kind of wanted to show Robin Hood before Star Wars. So I feel like we're doing it backwards, but I feel like now that she loves Star Wars, I can be like, Robin Hood, look, Maid Marian is kick ass in that movie. Yeah. She is uh-huh. like, she is the one who shows up and she says, I have a plan. Yeah. I have a plan to get Robin yep. free. I'm gonna mm-hmm. save y'all. So. And yeah. he's like, "Come away with me," and she's like, "I can do more good for you here." Yeah, like she's she's terrific in that. Almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So, yeah, so so hard boiled. It's great. You can go see it yourself very very easily. It's all over the place. Yeah, and, it was an interesting choice God. to end. Like, well, I, I feel th- I like think... that would have been like a better third or fourth film. Yeah, but I mean, I don't it, of the of the new stuff that we got. I don't know what you end with. No, and and I think if you're going to go out with a bang like you should with every but numathon <laughs> there's so much bang your guns and never you, you end with chow yun fat out racing an explosion while holding a baby it's like how do you <laughs> get you better than that puts out the birth. fire on his leg by peeing oh on my yes, god yes there, and, oh, there is something oh, adorable so about and he like kisses the baby. Oh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I got blood on your face. I'll take care of that oh, little guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about the blood spatter. Here's some cotton in your ears. And, oh my God, there's going to be some loud. It's going to be a little loud. That's <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful. You know thing. what? That baby is us. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the baby's us. The movie's like, don't worry, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <sighs> so okay. yeah, that was that was but Numathon. But Numathon 18. Solid. Lineup is so solid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no real stinkers in there. I mean, Zachariah was bad, but in glorious ways. Like, we're, we're, we yeah. always get some sort of bonkers exploitation yeah. or what the fuckery, and, and like that and was I actually to it. that was actually weirdly coherent fuckery. I live yeah. for that. I live for the. I have no idea what I'm watching. Yeah, I'm like I'm like I crave it. Yeah. I think I might be addicted well, now. That's, well, <laughs> I just I always love to hear people's responses, like the twirling, the twirling heads of Busby Berkeley and Jessica just being like, well, "What am I seeing? Are all y'all seeing this too? Because I have taken some drugs. I just want to confirm oh. that I am not hallucinating." Yeah, that's the being that experience. Turn into it the is. person next to you and going, "Did you see that?" Yeah, <laughs> just, just like that fucking Chuck Mangione joke in Doctor Strange, it, all harkening back to one of those fine moments. <laughs> what just happened? That just happened? Did that just happen? Yeah. Is that Chuck Mangione? <laughs> the only guy to ever chart with a flugelhorn. Have some respect. Nothing yeah. will feel so good ever again. <laughs> that that so, was yeah. the year I was pregnant, so I can tell you definitively it was 2007 because I spent that but numathon vaguely sick feeling because oh. I was like in the second month of pregnancy, so oh. I hadn't told anybody yet because you just don't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that was like the prelude to Farewell Uncle Tom. Yeah, oh. like that was the year of Farewell Uncle. It also Damn meant it. that I was a cranky pregnant lady, so I had no patience that year for yeah. all the terrible films they yeah. played. Wait, was that nine? Year. 
yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that oh, yeah, was, it was a terrible year. That was an experience. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> they we, opened we're blood brothers because of this. blood big sisters, screen, right? Yes. A, a video of a hemorrhoid surgery <laughs> up close. Uh-huh. Scored so, to <laughs> Chuck Nagiani's. Feels so good. Blades slicing into assholes yeah. And, and, yeah. and soft tissues. And so the minute it started, I went, no, and I just shut my eyes. So that means that all I heard was Chuck Mangione. I'm just like, this is glorious. And I'm hearing everybody else like, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, I was, oh. For, what, uh, for whatever I'm just reason. Like, this is blissful. I don't need to see. This is my happy I, spot. I was not... at the front of the auditorium. <gasps> I think I w- the, the, that was one of the first years I started taking ph- photography for, for Budnamathon. And it was, so during that, I wasn't actually watching the screen. I was watching all the audience <laughs> react to it. And they're like, ha! Like I almost yeah. got my entire fist into my mouth at one point. Like, yeah, like, oh, oh my god! So, dear oh. listeners, when that scene happens in Doctor Strange, that's what it's referring to. It is a deliberate, deliberate callback. The guy sitting next to me in the theater, uh-huh. I think, thought I was crazy because <laughs> there's nothing in that scene that would cause my reaction of I think I yelped a little, I sunk down into the scene, yeah. and and then just started laughing maniacally. It's a fun scene, but it doesn't call for that reaction. Well, well yeah, and 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 the funny thing is when I saw it in the theater, I didn't catch it right away. I didn't either. Somebody somebody said there was a buttonumathon reference, and I went, well, well, what did I miss? What did I miss? And then I thought about it for a few minutes, and it was, I like this because you were taking photos and yeah. you closed your eyes, so you saved yourself. Yeah. So for me, I was never going to get that buttonumathon reference because I don't have the visceral reaction. Your body saved because you. Because I grew up with Chuck Mangione's "Feels So Good," so I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good song, whatever. And people are like, no, do you remember? But number thought I'm like, gloriously, I do not remember. So now I because fear I, I refuse to process that input. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's no. the music on this? I'll take the stairs. Yeah, and I and I think I was slow to pick up on that joke because I uh, I did not remember that was the music on that thing. I just remember the audience reacting to it, and so so when Doctor Strange is like, yeah, yeah, that's a cute little interaction, and went went on my way, and then afterward. When I heard there was a reference, I thought, and I thought I was like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> that's a permanent channel carved it. into my brain. Like, that's oh. not going away. I'll forget who I am. But if you start playing Feel So Good, I'll weep silently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the yeah. story Tim Lee told at the beginning about showing Teenage Mother, like, that was the beats. And oh, I was I one think. of the people who was sleeping. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a full screen close-up episiotomy during, yeah. during a delivery. So... <laughs> Like it happened, and the blade cut into the, the, you know, the vulva, and everybody awake went ah, which made everybody asleep wake up, which made everybody oh, wake up and there. see the first visual input is a An blade slicing on into a vulva and going ah, <laughs> and then everybody just just laughed. <laughs> so the people who are awake went ah. <laughs> and the people who woke up just went oh god, oh god. <laughs> It, it, it's, I think that was the first buttonumathon for me. Oh yeah, because that was a teenage an early one. And th- that was the moment. It's like I'm, I'm gonna be here every year. I can't. <laughs> this is, this is glorious. <laughs> when shit like this happens, you know you're in the right it's, place. It's magic. It's magic. It's so, so, so we Barb, we should start wrapping it up. So Barb, this is your first buttonumathon. Yes, and I succe- <laughs> successfully made it out alive. Yes. Yes. Yes! Salute. No no cattle prod marks on your body, you know. That I hope not. I yeah. haven't checked. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's your impressions of all this? I mean, Megan and and Wendy and I have 
had a very long relationship with this event. So, <laughs> well, at the end, Aries you know. like stand up if you've been to all of them. Oh, it was beautiful. And then we're down to only like seven. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like Thunderdome, bitches. I'm you're all weak, and I will yeah. win. Yeah. It's, it's a true. Highlander situation at this point. So. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Um. So like. I kind of knew what I was getting in for, getting into because I did the Star Wars marathon where it was oh, yeah. one through seven. Uh-huh. Um, so like I sort of, sort of was prepared, but that wasn't quite to the extent of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, the one thing that I really really like is in my circle of friends, I'm the movie nerd. Right. Like I know all of the random shit. And like when people have weird ass questions and they're like, what's that one person who was in that one mm. thing? I'm, I'm the, I'm the girl mm-hmm. that they go to, but like coming into this, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I, it, it's so fascinating. Cause I like, I don't know anything. Cause like everybody else's like knowledge and what they know is just far and above me, mm-hmm. which I just love because I'm just like, oh no, I what what movie are you talking about? Tell me more. That sounds yeah. interesting. Give me fresh information. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Downloading. Like all yes. of this like all of this stuff mm-hmm. that like I don't didn't know existed, like is is being opened up to me. So I was just like, oh t- w- uh, yeah, I want yeah. you know, um and like then being able to have the experience of like watching all of these crazy movies yeah like the premieres and like the 40 minutes of logan and like interspersed with fucking i mean like everything it was everything that i dreamed of and and more and nothing <laughs> yeah. that i expected um it, it is the best audience for movies yes like, and you were in the best down. row it had nothing to do with the fact that i was in that row too but it was a pretty <laughs> solid row we very had a solid row. yeah yeah very like, solid. You know, <laughs> no one that made me go all right that's it but, i'm like no these are all these but are all the number five <laughs> is a modifier i apply like i recommend films and i'm like but i have to acknowledge my experience is singular with that film yeah. and that means that i am not i am not unbiased because I saw it the best way you can ever mm, see that film. Yeah, and yeah. you may not love it as much because you are never going to get to see it like I saw it. Sorry, right. dude. Mm-hmm. You know, Sorry. <laughs> in a giant theater with 200 friends. Yeah. Just being uh, able to see it on the big screen yeah. with you. I mean. And and very ex- accepting of all movies, you know. Oh, yes. it, so what you got next? Yeah. Bring, what you, it, bring, bring it, it on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. It could a be lost old 1930s new. weird apocalypse. Okay, sure. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. Some random... French action thriller. Okay, we'll watch it. Yeah. We, that, we got that one year. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, realistically, would I ever... Would I ever have known that Zachariah existed? No. <laughs> would I have ever known that Deluge existed? Yeah. No. And, like, those are movies now that I need to be like, I have to fucking go find them. Yeah. And, like... I, you know, I must spread the gospel with Pimpernel Smith. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, and, I mean, Pimpernel Smith is just... The, the high watermark of every buttonomathon is there's always specifically a vintage or a foreign something that there was no way it was going to be on my radar or, yeah. In, or the, the yeah just the out of nowhere I had no clue and then it drops in front of you and you're like holy shit like rock all night or like, Ong Bak or like Ong Bak uh, yeah like these films that just appear out of nowhere and you're like there is no way I would have ever known about yeah. this, but for but except for Butnamathon, yeah. and now yeah. this has changed me. And like, you can or, you can take it from the mountain 
and like bring it to yeah. your front. Like I always feel like I'm I'm bringing gifts of not like. Oh my god! Guys, I have unblocked yes. for you guys. Let's watch this. Hey, hey guys, can I can I talk to you about Neil Breen for a second? And then, like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, like, oh, I went, Neil I Breen. went home and like basically like just like started a religion. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, ladies, you're well, not ready, but I will somebody show you. because of Errol, because of Robin Hood, somebody was like, I just rewatch, I just watched the Seahawk the other day, and I'm like. Oh my God, that is so great! There and and he's like, I'd never really watched much Errol Flynn. I'm like, Oh my God, you, you, oh. the whole world you, is awaiting for you. Yes. Like even even they died with their boots on, which is a horrible Custer's Last Stand movie. Has still got Errol Flynn and Olivia De Havilland <laughs> I, being I, so charming. I'd say yes. do do Captain Blood before that, but you know. Just, but I, yeah, but yeah. that's my point. It's like even yeah. the terrible Errol Flynn movies. Like just just go watch him. Yeah, 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 and and it's just this love of movies in general that yes. it, it's not a it, in the early years of but Numathon, it felt like there was a certain kind of pod of people who were there just for the premieres and like the vintage stuff and were like eh. and it's like those aren't the right people for but Numathon, and harry weeded them out summarily <laughs> and it's just he wants a just a theater full of nerds who are like, yes, bring, put it in my eyes. And, and, and like, yeah. not because you have to be the most knowledgeable nerd oh, ever. You no. just have to be somebody willing to, like, yes, I want to yeah. watch this. Yeah. One big, open, pulsing brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, just give us, download, make neural pathways. What was that? From, it was like Buttonamathon 3 with the brains that floated through space, the oh, 50s. Oh, um, I wasn't there because I was oh, 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 the, the, um, It was like a 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, and with these attack brains. Because it's referenced in The Iron Giant. It's uh, that specific movie, it, too. It's, <sighs> the, it's not it, like it, the man it's with killing the me. brains. No, 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 no. Uh, and it doesn't even say brains in the title. It's like The Beast of a Thousand Eyes or something. Yeah, not, something, or something like that. And it's that's just, not the title. But, 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 like, she said that, yeah. I'm like, and I'm flashing back <laughs> to that but not thought of these brains floating and then their, their little tentacles, their little, yeah. their, um, da, da, da. Eye stalks. Dendrons? Was it ice? No, no, dendrons. Ah, yeah. Dendrites. They're little dendrites re yeah. reaching out to suck in your brains. All right, but I want pizza, so let's. Yes, <laughs> yes, we should go go get yes. pizza. I would say let's all talk about something that brought us pleasure, but that was but Numathon. So was and I want pizza. So we're going to move forward. And <laughs> yes. hey, listeners, you have joined us for another episode of Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. It has been a pleasure. I'm one of your co-hosts, Wendy, joined as always by my co-host, Melissa. Yay! And our lovely Love Boat guest stars, Barb. Yay! And Megan. Good night, everybody. Good night. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us in the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. Our theme song was written by Tim Wick and Jeffrey Brown and recorded and mastered by Chad Dutton. You can find us on iTunes and on Stitcher. You can also visit us at xanaducinema.com, follow us on Twitter at Xanadu Cinema, and like us on Facebook at Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. We don't need to clap. We don't need to. Well, we can. There. Because we're both here. All right. Yay.